What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Marcel. And before we get into this next episode, I just want to remind you to make sure you subscribe to a pod called Blurred on whatever platform you're listening to it on. And also, be sure to leave us a review so other people know to check it out as well. And most importantly, tell your goddamn homies. All right, let's get into it. Um, I just First, I just want to know if this is a safe space. I hope so. Okay. Sort of. So, um... Y'all know I be doing edibles and shit like that, right? Adobles? Adobles. I, da- I dabble in the adobles. So uh, last week I was uh, walking through Green Acres Mall, which is my local mall. I was getting a hat stitched. and uh, Worst so, local mall in history, by uh, the way. A thousand percent. Um, it's definitely not. There are, uh, there are worse All right, in New York. Oh, fair. Top three. Top, top ten. Bottom top three five, in New York. Bo- bottom yeah, top three of the bottom three yes. in New York. Okay. So I'm walking through the mall, just killing time, whatever, AirPods in, and I walk past this little stand, and it's called Relaxation Corner. Mm. And it's one of those, like, in-mall massage things where the people give you the massage. Is that the one across from um, Guess? Yeah. No, not Guess. Um, uh, oh, there's one by uh, all... There's, Aero Pastel. Yeah. Yeah. There's, our, that's there's, the there's yeah. two. There's Relaxation Corner and there's Relaxation Corner 2. Ooh. Right? So there's one on both sides of the That's mall. like Vibes, Vibes 2. Yeah, exactly. Vibes they're giving me. <laughs> right? <laughs> they're giving me Vibes 2 Vibes. Yes. <laughs> so I'm Shout walking. out the World Boss, by the yeah. way. Yeah. So I'm smacked, man. I'm walking. I was like, yo, I got to get time. And I do be tense, but I'm not finna just get a massage in the middle of a mall, right? <laughs> but then I was like, but what I'm going to do for these 15 minutes? But why you know not, I mean? though, man? So, like, I walk over to Chase, and I take money out, because I was like, hey, I have no intention of sharing this in a podcast, so there could be no paper trail. Ah, <laughs> I like that. So I go, and I take out a 20, mm. and I walk back, and the dude was just like, yeah, you want a massage? It was like Asian gentleman. He's like, hey, you want a massage? Sit down in the chair. And I was like... Nah, son, I ain't sitting down in a chair because then it's going to look like I'm getting a massage that I paid for an in-mall massage. I ain't doing that. Is that like buying uh, jewelry from the middle of the mall? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, you got to do gotcha. it in the morning when no one's around. Gotcha. Right? Okay. So then Taking notes. Buying yeah. mall chains yeah. is wild. Yeah. Get nobody's it, watching. Yeah, get it from Amazon or Shop Gold with some dignity. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Yes, well, thrifty. One yeah. of those random IG companies. Yeah. I know. I know where the rappers be getting they change yeah. from. So it's like y'all not low. But um, I got this at the Diamond District. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Where is the Diamond District? <laughs> you got this at the Damon District, and that's <laughs> Damon's the name of the guy you bought this change from. I know. I did his logo. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Damon Jewelry. You're welcome. Um, so I was like, yo, I can't get no massage in the mall. So I go up to do it, and I almost did it. And then he was like, no, 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 it's fine. You don't have to sit down. And the dude started rubbing my shoulders in the middle of the mall, standing up by Aeropostale Nasty. on a Saturday. And I got it for free. What? So that That's hard. He didn't even, he, I got a free child massage by some Asian dude who I didn't even know worked there or not. He just started rubbing my shoulders in the middle of Green Acres Mall. Yeah, buy hey, me lunch I first. Shout smack. out to you, sir. Yeah, I got a, yo, finesse. You gotta I buy me lunch I, first before I, you start rubbing my shoulders. Yeah, I don't know if it's a finesse. That's something that happened. I mean, you might have got finessed. Who knows? Anyway, hit the intro. <laughs> Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's a parkour blur. A parkour blur. It's a parkour blur. It's a parkour blur. Actually, I do want to know how summer songs happen. So. 
I got this. This is, hmm. yeah, they don't listen to the podcast. They don't. They don't support me. Um, <laughs> so you know the song Essence, right, by yeah. Wizkid and Thames, mm-hmm. right? So that's off his 2019 album, mm-hmm. right? Okay. I, I bought that album. Right. Love that album. Put that album in rotation, heavy amount of times, right? Cool. This past summer, some of y'all know, I went to Mexico with my girlfriend and her friends. One of the songs that they played religiously was like one of seven songs. The entire duration of our trip in Yo, Mexico. James, did you hear him say songs? Yes. Right. Right. So, songs. Yeah, songs. <laughs> I did. Yeah. It was so. just so odd that I was just like, I should let it go and just keep pushing, but, but I he can't. Said <laughs> so anyway, it was one of seven songs, right, that they were playing. This is Gladys and Michelle that we're, that we're talking about here. Right? Okay. So two of her friends. And um I'm just like because the, the thing is usually like in the groups, I'm 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 the music guy. Like yeah. I I know the songs, I know the joints, I know the vibes. And Gladys tried to punk me one day and she was just like, Chris, I do this and da 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 until the day I had to play DJ at the crib and I was like, nah, son, I do this. All right. So um, you know, I want to test my playlist. Uh, uh one love the job. Anyway, so <laughs> she was like, yeah, I do this. And then continued to play the f- same seven songs the entire trip anytime she got the chance. And one of those songs was Wizkid Essence. So I was just like, yo, shit is mad old. Like, what are you doing? Like, it's a bob. It's a vibe. It's cool. I, I, I fucks with it. It's three Whatever. years old. Right? Yeah. Damn near two, three years old at this point. Right. Put it to rest. Find some new shit or mix it this in with some other stuff at least. Come back to the States. For some, I'm seeing essence in like TikToks, Instagram reels, hearing it on the radio when I turn my car on in the morning. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, how the fuck? Who chose this to be the summer song? Like, the people. What is the thing is, I don't go out, out like that. So I'm just like, how did this organically become the summer song? And then as of two weeks ago, fucking Justin Bieber heard black people having fun and was like, yo, let me get in on this yeah. <laughs> and jumped up on the remix and then they re-released it on like Apple Music and shit. Like it was like on the top of the fucking For You list on a, like a Friday morning. Okay. And I'm like, yo, what? Wizkid's mouth is salivating. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Right? And I'm trying to do the paper trail of getting back. I'm just like, how does a song from 2019 become the song of the summer from 2021, especially he, he, when we have some heaters, out you can there. never, you can never plan it. The yep. thing is, sometimes like there, there are artists that for sure try. Like, yeah, they'll have a goal in mind. Like, yo, this is gonna be the one for the summer. But more often than not, the people just select whatever yeah. the song of the summer is gonna be, and then it's just everywhere. And then once the like, challenge takes hits, hits, yeah. that's it. TikTok, stop it. TikTok now like dictates. Which songs are gonna be popping? You'll see someone just be like, "Yo, I fucks with this," yeah. then the next yeah. person fucks yeah. with it. Then it's every fucking way. But and even if like people don't like it like that, they might just like whatever they're doing in the TikTok, whatever that trend might be, or what that aspect of the trend might be. Hearing the song over and over, and it not just being a bad song, right, makes you kind of fuck with it. That's that's it's so odd to me. I try to follow the paper trail all the way back up to the origins. And the furthest I got back was like, yo, Michelle and Gladys played this in Mexico 78 times. <laughs> that was, that was I ref- they did it? I refuse to give them credit for making the song of the summer because I didn't hear it before then. Oh, yeah. It was literally the first time I heard it in heavy rotation was from those two women 
in Mexico, and then it came back, and it was everywhere. But it was probably in heavy heavy rotation prior to that. You just didn't know that. Yeah. Because you're not in places where they'd be playing that. You're in your car where you dictate what gets played. But even when I continued to be in the spaces where I would be, I would start to hear it. And but also, it wasn't, I wouldn't start to hear it until after I got And back. also, but yeah, where, did, the where did they hear it? Because they might have heard it from... They could have heard it at the club. I haven't the spoken club or, tic- yeah. or a TikTok It could be video. popping in the club, and then that shit just bleeds over into everywhere else. Hey, l- listen, those two girls got resilience. They be out, like, yo, from... Like, their superpower has to be, like, alcoholism. Or just, like, their superpower is vibes. Like, they, it, <laughs> they be charged up, ready. I be tired watching they their stories in the morning. Ring, but it's just, like, sucking the vibes. Yo, yo, well, bro. Like, them up. It's a fucking Dyson. Like, yo, we will we will be hanging out, like, at one of her friend's house, some shit like that. Drinking, having cool, blah, blah, blah. Everybody decide, yo, this is fun. Oh, my God, you're great. You're great, too. Fucking everybody go home. Everyone get home safe. Go to sleep. 2.30 in the morning. Wake up. Go to my stories. I'm watching one of their stories. They taking Ubers into Brooklyn just to go to karaoke. It's the next day, 8 a.m. And they like, in Brooklyn, oh my God, my life, right? And like, just like weird fucking captions on their stories and shit like that. And then like two, three hours later, they'd be at brunch, fully dressed, full face of makeup. I'm like, how the fuck do you do it, bro? Because the vibes here are strong. Yo, the it vibes. carries us through. The vibes are strong within those two. Brightest day and darkest night. <laughs> Let the vibes be your guiding light. <laughs> Let the vibes hit the flow. Let the vibes hit the flow. That's nuts. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, they just start like they just start, start convulsing. Summoning vibes. <laughs> summoning, summoning vibes is the good name of a mixtape. Summoning vibes. But that's wow. neither here nor there. We'll that's save fire. that for summer 22. That's two. Anyway, never fair women and children, the band boys are in the building. Welcome to another episode of a pod called Blur, the podcast. We cover a wide range of comic, sci-fi, culture, entertainment, comedy, whatever the fuck we want, because we got microphones and you don't fucking cross different mediums. Podcast shit. What? Woo! I am your host, the homebody homeboy, a.k.a. Chris Jordan, the CEO of Banfro Records, a.k.a. C. Titty. <laughs> take that, take that, take that. Can't stop, won't stop. Shake that, shake that, lift that, tuck that, <laughs> lift that, tuck that. I'm your boy Marcel, aka Drumfu, aka the wrestling legend, Fat Party. Mm. Wow, that sounds chunky. Like, <laughs> like that old name just sounds. <laughs> don't call chunky. him Chunky Monkey for none. Who call, um, who's calling him Chunky Monkey? Don't it's, nobody call me Chunky yeah, Monkey. It's your boy James, and live to talk about it. AKA Steven Spielberg. Okay. I Solid. fucks with that. That is that is clever. I do like that. That's fun. Um, he said he'll show you the jaws. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He'll show you ET. You don't know any other Spielberg nope. movies. Nope. I'll show you Titanic. I was, I was like, that doesn't one doesn't really work. <laughs> I'll show you Rose. Ooh, you just go out here buying women the Rose, the little joint that they be putting on their clits, and they'd be like, I don't need a boyfriend. I'm like, you're still sad on the inside. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't care if you orgasm eight times in a row. You're still sad. I know it. Still got to wash your boyfriend out. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy it. Wow. Still got to give your boyfriend a bath. Look at this. Look at you. <laughs> he don't talk back. Yeah, he don't love you either. Neither, Neither does your sugar daddy. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I was going to say baby daddy. but They both oh. smell funny. Yo, we starting mm. off hot. All right, we need to bring no, it No, he's down. starting off hot. You need to bring sugar it Sugar daddy's armpits yeah, smell yeah. like. What? I don't know. No. Uh, how was everyone's week? My, my week was great. I loved uh, every second of it. I don't remember my week. Listen, my, that sounds like it's a good blur. One. Yeah, everybody went to like Mexico in the house. 
So I was just at home and I've been on autopilot. Your family oh. said we could do it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, watch this. The thing about my family, like hold my tequila. Yeah, yeah. Well, think your dad out here like lifting houses or some shit. Got the biceps out. I see him. Listen, my dad needs to relax. Shout out to pops. You're 58, sir. Your blood pressure, like relax, like relax. Like he's sending me the thing. All right, Mm. what can I say? I don't know how much of this he listened to. Anyway, I'm gonna say. So I got my dad on Instagram, right? Right. And uh, he went to to Mexico. Actually, let me pull up his Instagram right now. I'm just going to give you... I'm not going to give you his Instagram. I was about I'm, to say, like, don't do no, that. No, no, no. I'll just read one of the captions that he that he uh, wrote. He said, Chris, I'm coming for you, nigga. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, that's like, basically what he said. Yeah. <laughs> like, the thing is, like, he messaged me, like, um, he messaged me a video of him. He was just like, yo, don't count me out, kid. Yo, so I'm walking to the gym right now. I'm like, what? Like, is this a wrestling promo? Like, did I do something? You gonna fight me? Like, yo, what? Yo, pops it sounded, yeah. pops it sounded like he, he you yeah. laid down some sort of challenge. And yeah, like, I'm not yo, backing down, bro. I was minding my business. I was at home, butt ass, like enjoying the house to myself. He's over there, like when I come back, I'm whooping your yeah, ass. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Do For I do? no apparent no reason, <laughs> right? So I was just like, all right, cool. He's sending me videos talking about he going to the gym. Don't count him out and blah blah blah. Ooh. Then he was like, yo, I'm gonna show you the gym. He shows Ooh. me pictures of the gym. He shows me like, um. Putting up, uh, like like him at like the the free weight bench. He's sitting okay. down in the free. So I was like, all right, all right, bet. And the thing about that was my week was so chaotic that I didn't get to go to the gym once. My first time back to the gym was yesterday, oh. and they've been gone since well, you last. Did two workouts in one day, and yeah. the only break in between was driving to the other gym. That's exactly what it was. I yeah. know. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. looked Timed at the yeah. time period in between the two posts, and was like, he could have only just driven from that gym to the next. Right. It's just one workout. Yeah. The only break is you moving from here to there. But it, I was technically working out for four hours. But anyway, because uh, I wanted to make up for the week so bad. So it's like, cool, whatever. Went to... Uh, he he sent me the picture of him like like flexing in the gym and shit like that, and I was like, "Yo, I haven't been to the gym all week. Is my dad really gonna come back and bust my ass or whatever?" So I was like, "I know he's drinking and feeling himself like a lot," because he then goes on to Instagram right and he posts this one picture. Uh, of, this is already great. Look, look just don't take the just look at the picture right. So it's a picture of like my mom sitting down at like the outdoor deck or whatever, and he seems to be like far, far, farther away, and he's yeah. taking a picture, like it's supposed to be a candid picture. So the caption reads, right? I was checking out this hot mamacita at Circus, <laughs> Dos, at Circus de Soleil, which is spelled wrong, in, <laughs> in Mexico, and she looked over at me with those eyes, dot, 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 eye poppy, exclamation point. <laughs> I said, <laughs> I said, sir, if you don't go sit down somewhere... <laughs> You got to get your dad off of Instagram. Yo, he's creative. This is not, this is exactly what he said. And I'm like, no. Why didn't you like it? Because that's gross. That's my mom. (laughs) (laughs) That is the sky. And the thing was, my sister's sitting, that's the back of my sister's head. I'm like, why are you putting it? Your daughter's there, you pervert. What is, this is weird. This is. He doesn't know who either of them are. Yeah, like, who is this for? So the only people that liked it was my mom. My aunt and my cousin. I'm like, what are you? Don't enable this behavior. <laughs> We're trying to. What is wrong with you two? Your earphones like a hit like. Yeah, no. <laughs> Yo, look. If you just go through, like, look, this is him. 
He's talking. He posted a picture of him flexing, talking about Christopher's dad. <laughs> don't be putting me in none of your beefs, dog. Like I don't. What are you doing? Listen, like uh, he said, always remember you, my son. Yeah, <laughs> for real. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, so, relax. He's, he's like, like a, he's like that Nikki bar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you and then he said, there's another one of him in the gym. He put up the picture. He was like, coach said, okay. Coach said, nice job. Keep up the good work. Okay. And I was like, the coach is me. And I was just like, good. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, Glad you, you went at all. Yo, yeah. Pops went on vacation and said, nah. The next one is just him with like just two Mah- Bahama mamas talking about uh, happy hour. What? What is happening? It's right. my, amazing. Yo, I love my dad so this much. He posted that at like 1 p.m. Yeah, yeah. He's a tra- I'm that is not happy at home. Yeah, yo, he's posting this. I'm at home cleaning up dog shit. I'm like, I'm about to put this in your pillowcase. Like, yo, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I didn't even wild out like this. Like, they tech both my mom and my dad is texting me pictures and shit. Like, I was like, I don't even think I did this when I was away. Like, what, what is wrong with y'all? Like, I try to rub it. No, you'll do it next time. Wrong, man. You'll do it. But, uh, you'll but, do it next time. Yeah. I'm gonna show you how to do this, son. Yeah, literally, I'm about literally. to block him. Your pops on all the smoke. That's pop smoke for real. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I see your dad, I'm calling him Pop, Pop, Pop Smoke. Yeah, he's not gonna he, get it, but he uh, won't. Yeah, he I won't. Get it. That's yeah. all that matters. <laughs> and, 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 I'm, and I'm alive. But anyway, um, while they were off gallivanting in Mexico, I did get the opportunity to watch Free Guy. Okay, tell um, me about the, it. The, the it seemed fun. It is usually there's like this. I don't know why, but anytime there's a video game movie or a movie based off a of video game, it's hot garbage, trash, doo doo. Whatever, right? Like, what's your favorite movie based off a of video game? Like actual, like like an actual video, like an actual IP. I can't really think. Mine was probably the hip, the the what was the one? Super uh, Mario Brothers. Uh, I actually really like that one with Dennis Hopper and John Leguizamo. People talk about that shit like it's not fire. People are weird. Yeah, uh, I fucked with it. What about that scary game? Uh, Silent Hill was pretty was pretty cool. Movie. I like the they first few Resident Evil movies. Yeah, yeah, um, facts. Yeah, the first two. I'm yeah, sure. The first, yeah, I'm sure there's one that I just I'm not remembering that I actually even like. I'll even give you a throw you a bone. Like you could throw a series in there too. Like Witcher. I know Witcher it did. Well. I didn't watch it because I never played the game, so I didn't really care as much. Okay. Um, and I, I'm not really down with medieval shit, but uh, with this movie, the fact that it is not based off a sole video game, like something compared. Like I went to go see Rampage with The Rock, and I yeah. love The Rock. That movie's hot garbage doo-doo. I'd yeah. rather play the arcade game yeah. than watch this premise of the movie, you know? But I still fuck with The Rock, so it wins. Um, Excuse me. So, oh, the Street Fighter movie. That shit was hard. Oh, yeah, that's Which true. Which one? What are you talking about? Wow. The uh, OG one. Oh, okay. With, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh. I got to say was, Mortal Kombat, too. That shit was crap. Mortal Kombat is probably the more yeah. recent. Like, a lot of people didn't like it. I don't care. I, I, like I enjoyed both. it. Both I, of them are fine on me. Yeah. Whatever. The new one and the old one? Yeah. I'll well, the them. old one, there's two. Well. There's the first one and then Annihilation. I'll take all of them, honestly. Okay. All Mortal Kombat movies yeah, have been I'll take them. fairly decent. Because there's yeah. only a certain amount of critique you could have Yeah, for exactly. It. So it's like cool, whatever. I enjoyed it as a kid. Right. So Dragon Ball Evolution, trash. Trash. Um, Max Payne, trash. Dragon Ball Evolution is an anime movie, though. It's a movie based off of an anime, live action anime. Yeah. That they Americanized, and it was only white people. Well, that one Asian chick, two. Yeah, but we talking ba- about video ba- game. Movies. Balma and Yamcha. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, yeah. All right. He's right. You're right. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're yeah. Right. My bad. My bad. You're my right. bad. That Rampage. movie is absolute garbage. Yeah, but it doesn't fall into that category. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I guess we could broaden this. Terminator to... was a movie before it was a game, right? 
Yes. Yeah. Okay. Terminator yeah. Yeah. That. Uh, there's. 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 There's a few. Of there's them. not that many video game movies, e- and they're even fewer. Sonic was enjoyable. I didn't but watch it. So I, Sonic yeah. was enjoyable, but I'm not gonna put that in my most top five enjoyable movies of the year. Free Guy. I would a thousand percent. I enjoyed this movie more than I enjoyed Black Widow. I enjoyed this movie more than I enjoyed. Um, damn. What else have I seen? Um, I'll compare it to his own thing. Hitman. I enjoyed Free Guy more than I enjoyed Hitman's Bodyguard's Wife. Okay. Yeah, which is both Ryan Reynolds. What about Fast and Furious? I enjoyed I enjoyed Free Guy more than I enjoyed Fast and Furious because even though Fast and Furious has a built up, um, like a built up hype behind it Mm -hmm. because it just keeps getting progressively progressively more ridiculous. Um, With Free Guy, it was one and done, and I can confidently say that i enjoyed this more than any individual movie like the record of one against nine it it it, free guy beats it out okay so free guy if you it just hit all the right notes it tells a full story a sensible realistic story and uh if you enjoy grand theft auto Fortnite, um any of the mountain dews and cool ranch doritos you'll like this movie I right. love Cool Ranch. I love Grand Theft Auto. So. See? So you'll fuck and enjoy this movie. So basically, what the movie is about, it's about um, a fictitious world that Ryan Reynolds lives in. Where he's made out of Doritos. No, where he's just... He's a, a NTC. <laughs> he's literally... NPC. Huh? NPC. That's what I said. You said NTC. I said NPC. That's a drum sure. machine. NPC. Non-playable character. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's the right one. Yeah, oh. That's what I said. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I think that's what you said. Yeah, I think that's what I said. But uh now I'm confused. Yeah, whatever. But anyway, <laughs> he's a non-playable character in in this in this game world, right? Because this entire world that the perspective is told from is technically a video game. It's one of those free-range video games like you just log on like Call of Duty, Fortnite, fucking low-key like Sims, yeah. like all all of these games, right? Okay. So he plays the role of an NPC and um in the real, real world, it's like I said, it's just a video game. But there are these two characters um, that got their video game algorithm stolen from Taika Waititi, who plays like this video game mogul, who stole their idea and made this world that the dude Free Guy lives in. So, due to the, so, this girl is playing the game, and she's trying to find proof within the game that Taika stole her and her partner's idea. The partner stand, signed an NDA and decided to work for Taika. She stayed fired and just dedicated her life to playing this game on like a burner account. But she's super nasty with it. Why? Because she helped develop it, at least partially. Right. So um, the algorithm is a self-sustaining, growing algorithm that basically it's like, hey, Based off of whatever happens, the algorithm is going to make this person grow, mm. have relationships, be basically self-sustaining. They created the first AI, essentially, and it was in a video game based off of their genius coding. So when Taika Waititi stole this idea, he put it in, he made like a completely separate idea of a game that they came up with, her and her partner. And he made this free-range Grand Theft Auto Fortnite-like game. And Sounds amazing, by the way. It does. So this NPC, Ryan Reynolds' character, was actually the character that, the NPC that had that algorithm 
in its coding. So he was able to break free of the NPC structure of just being a background character in this. Because from his perspective, he would wake up every day, work at the bank. He has his best friend that works at the bank who was uh, Lil Rel, hilarious. And all around him, danger would be going on. Because there's people that are joining a lobby, going doing missions, stealing helicopters, uh, robbing banks and shit like that. But from the perspective of Ryan Reynolds' character, Guy, he's just doing it. This is normal for him. And then for the people playing the game, I'm just playing a game. But since he has this growing, self-sustaining algorithm in, in the NPC, he broke free from that structure, stole one of the sunglasses that make you see all the stats and shit like that, and started breaking free from the, the recurring monotony of like this world. Mm-hmm. And... Every, everyone in the real world started catching all these gaming accounts and shit like that, and they were like, "Yo, bro, this dude is amazing. This, this, this. Whoever this player is, it's so people who are working at the gaming company. They were like, "Yo, this, this, this player has a skin, is has a player skin that's of an NPC. That shouldn't be possible. We have to find him because they were doing like all these good deeds and fucking up missions, and they were gaining all the traction of like gaming media and even real media. And they, everyone was like in." And champion of oops, and champion of uh this dude, this character guy, uh they, I think they called him Blue Shirt because he worked at a bank and wore a blue shirt, uh whatever. So there's like this ongoing story of this real world problem that's like legit that's going on. This problem in a video game that's technically fake that we shouldn't care because it's just a video game and they're mm-hmm. telling it telling us it's just a video game but they're actually creating stakes for it mm. by having like this interesting like oh one algorithm and then they have 48 hours to prove that this dude stole his game because he's about to erase everything about the first game as he's launching the second so it's like it includes like gamer like if you're of the gaming community it, it includes a lot of issues and things that you've may seen in your travel in, travel in gaming or gaming culture. Right. There's that that's in it. It's comedy, so there's that in it. There's a love aspect that that's in it, and it tells a full independent story that you can't even compare it to like regular game. There's aspects that you see from the video games that you played, but being that it's not from like a script or like a lore. Um, of a video game, like a Mortal Kombat or an actual game that's existed, you can't compare and be like, oh, that's not realistic. That didn't happen in the game because it's not real. Yeah. So they did it really good. It's a Disney movie. Oh, I didn't know it was a Disney movie. I didn't know that it was a Disney property movie. They say fuck. They say shit, I think. Taco yeah, I'm pretty sure. What was the name? Taika Waititi? Taika Waititi. So, Taika Waititi? Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. That sounds yeah. like an Amigos ad loop. Yeah, you just got to yell it. Taika! Taco with titty. <laughs> Mama. Mama. Burr. Um, so the fact the success of this movie, I feel like, is a precursor to them teaming up for like, like I totally see if Deadpool is a thing that happens, which they say it's very like 90% sure or 70% sure that it can go into production next year. Yeah. As early as like 2022, early 2022. I could see Taika being some part. Of that process, that'll be dope. Yeah. That'll be dope. Taiko, like Taiko would be cool for a Deadpool movie, uh, but he's already you know doing Thor. They could do two. The Russo brothers did Avengers and they did Captain America. That's essentially like the same shit. So what's the difference between? Well, he's not doing Thor. Thor's done. Doing I mean, how many projects do you want one director on? Wouldn't you want 
Like, I don't know. It, it's up Be, to Marvel, but it, for me, I'd rather just have, like, someone with a different creative vision for each yeah, project. But like, you know what I mean? Mm, yeah, no, because, again, if you're going to have um, one kind of actor focus on, or one kind of director focus on one vision for a, a song. Because what did the Russo brothers do? Did they not do, they did what, Winter Soldier? Yeah, they did. Winter I, Soldier. I think they did the first one also. Did they? Uh, let me uh, see. First Avenger. Yeah, like, and if you're able to do single and um, ensemble pieces, yeah. I don't see how that's like. That's different. That's that's different. But those all have like the same kind of vibe throughout. Sid Sword. So did Thor Ragnarok, and like what he turned Thor into is like a fucking cool cousin to Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool, you just get more freedom. So it's just like, hey, why not? This dude's already in studio or on. On thing, why not give him this this opportunity if he's already family? Like, hey, we already know he you know could bring in the dollars, yeah. and it's within yeah. the same vein of the character or whatever. Give him that. Quick segue, same thing that's happening with Misha Green um, and Journey. So this week it came out that they're doing a HBO Max uh, Black Canary movie, and yeah. it's going to be Journey Smollett, which is the same. Um, she was played Black Canary and uh, Emancipation of Harley Quinn, the the Birds of Prey joint, Birds of Prey. right? I don't know why you went with that, not just Birds of Prey. But I don't know. I went for the longer. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like whatever. I like saying the word emancipation anytime I can. Sue me. Uh, there's that, and the uh, what's the name? Uh, Misha Green from Lovecraft Country, which is some a project that we love. We spoke about in depth on this podcast. She is running. I think she's head screenplay writer or blah 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 for journey so it's technically and a lot of people online hate it you know me personally i i'm all for it yeah i'm just like, um, all right that's cool no i'm i'm honestly more excited about it than like the hawkeye series or like uh the watchman show mm-hmm. like i and i i don't I haven't found out why yet. Other than, and the pieces of it is basically like, hey, I enjoyed Lovecraft Country a, a great deal, yeah. right? What they did with that. I, I appreciated the lens that Misha Green had for that show. Um, I do, in, anytime I've seen Black Canary pop up in uh, Spider, uh, Spider Ghost or Spider Gwen, whichever series, mm-hmm. I love that. I love the young. The uh, the young adult graphic novel that she was in, I I I love anytime she's with Ollie. I've loved her in Deceased. Like I like Black Canary. I haven't read any solo solo series, but anytime she pops up, I appreciate her demeanor, her run. Yeah, I appreciated Black Canary's fire. Yeah, I appreciated her character. Um, in general, I go on Twitter the other day, and there's this one dude. It this sounded like the wall slur. He was just like, he was so tight that uh, somebody put a tweet that it was just like, yo, I can't believe Black Canary is getting a big, uh, is getting um, a full movie before Vixen shaking my head. And then somebody. Black Canary is cooler than Vixen. Yeah. And then I uh, commented, uh, some dude. Also, com- they tried to do shit with Vixen and it was mid. 
I, I commented, uh, some dude commented under the tweet, and it was like, yeah, but she's a dirty race swapper. And I was like, yo, fam. Damn. Wh- what? That, it could hit my ears so hard. And I was just like, yo, what? There are people that like are super against um, race swapping certain characters. And like I don't really care unless their race is in, inter- like, we've been over this. If I their race is a major part of who that character is, they should be whatever race they are. Black Canary is just a woman that screams. Yeah. In a band. Yeah. She doesn't. Her, That's it. Her it, race is she's tough as fuck. Her race is integral to her character. Also, yeah. the fact that the scales are so like off balance with the amount of, let's say, pure white characters that have no um attachment to their race. Like you can switch the race of a Captain America, mm-hmm. but not a Ben Grimm or a Magneto. Because there's an extra layer of being Jewish. Yeah. In there, so mm. you can't erase that. Right. Like that, that, that is something that is integral to their character. Changing we, the race of Captain America opens up more interesting stories. We've seen it when it happened, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. right. Oh, uh, race swapping the race of Black Panther equally doesn't work. It's very, it's less impactful, and it's just Tony Stark. We have that already. Yeah. No, he doesn't run a country, but he's rich, white, and like in America. Him being so. African is a core Big, part of, of his character of, of, yeah. yeah and it's sa- and the him, world that he's in too yeah and just saying well there's whites in south africa it doesn't hit the same bro yeah it's not the it, it's, it's not, not the same you know like come all. on like you got to know your now. environment stop it it's 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 not the same so <laughs> yeah yeah like cut that shit so i basically like you know quote tweeted the shit and they didn't say anything which is like cool great because i didn't want to get ended up back and forth but i was i was basically saying how you know um, I'm not mad at the move because, to be fair, Vixen did get a run. No, it wasn't on the big screen, but she had screen time. Yeah. Uh, and however they handled that character, that's all on them. They did it. Also, on a very surface level, she has the same skill set as Beast Boy. Yes. And which is also already on HBO. But it's j- also like not as interesting visually. Uh, Beast Boy? Or Vixen. Beast Boy just like transforms into the animal. She just takes on like the as, yeah right properties kind of right. But that's so, also the same thing as like Animal Man right. And there's nothing on him either. But yeah. anyway, so I said so. I definitely see the execs going the route of uh, Black Canary, who's a character that has already been established in this universe, who had some hype behind her. And who the person who we hired to do the thing for the project mm-hmm. just fucking bodied it within our same company over this other shit that she just did, Lovecraft Country. Yeah. And she's bringing one of her act uh, actors from or actresses from that project. And she's already been casted in this thing that you've seen before. It makes a more smoother transition than whatever the fuck they're bitching about. Yeah. Like, I understand. I can definitely see it as a thing where, like, HBO Max just went over to Misha Green and was just like, yo, we got, like, some ideas and something. Like, is there anything you'd be interested in working right. on? And she was like, what if we did a Black Canary show? And, like, I, or I a movie. Journey. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, and it was just like, let cool. do it. Make us all like, the money. Yeah. Yeah, I see no reason why not. It because I, we I, can't do Lovecraft Country anymore right. because your boy decided to run over to Apple and start making shit for them, and we're not gonna gas them up. Wait, who did that? 
the creator. That's oh. why. That's why there's no more Lovecraft. Comes from. Oh, that's yeah. why. Yeah, okay. Because he he decided he was gonna go make some shit over with Apple, and they were just like, well, like we already got a thing going here. Why won't you just do that make shit. shit with us? Like mm-hmm. we we gave you the platform to even be able to get this job over there, and he was just like, but nope. he gave me the bag, and I took it, and they're just like, all right, well, the show's done. That's nuts. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know hey, that. Man, yeah. listen, you're lost. Like, I'm not. I'm. I'm hyped for a Black Canary thing. I think people. This is this ongoing conversation of stop race swapping and start making original characters. The issue with that is that people don't support their original characters, and, and even with that. When you do support the original characters, it's going to take time before that original character has stories to, to tell that you would put on a TV show. Naomi or is the in a movie. fastest one that I've seen happen, and it hasn't even happened yet. And, and I, they, I think it's too fast. Yeah. What the fuck are we talking about? I don't know. She had one book. It was cool. It was good. Yeah. After that, then what? Ten issues. You like, slapped her you... in Justice League, but like... You can't How bring... fire is she standing next to Superman when you haven't established that she's fire on her own? But you And you haven't even... Can you bring you can't bring Superman right. into a CW show, right? No. Like so, it's like what stories you would going like, to tell about her? Miles works. You know why Miles works? Because he's been because he was around for years. years. He started off as like a side character. Yeah, he was like a sidekick almost, a minor player. People latched onto him. They continued to develop his character. They gave him interesting stories and cool moments that you can do. And now. You can tell his stories in TV form, movie form, video games. He's established. This it takes one... time to establish a character. If you're trying to get black people in comics and comic book related things on TV and, and movies right now, probably going to have to race swap some of the motherfuckers that could have just been black from jump. And Black Canary is the perfect example of that. Like, I don't see why this is... Like, when I see Journey as Black Canary, yes... All right, she's a biracial woman, right? Yeah. Yes, she's lighter skinned, right? Cool. Um, still identifies as black. When you just talk about, and I'm not just saying, oh, she's good enough. We don't need any. We still need darker skin representation. We still need uh, dark skinned women representation. We still need LGBTQ representation. But when just honing in and speaking about Black Canary specifically and the race swapping of Black Canary specifically, um, instead of pointing out all the bad whatever fucking things about her, what I see is like, yo, this is still a black woman that is in a, that is in a space that I can feel is inspirational to a sector of um, like the black community that you might not be into, but I know that it exists. Yeah. Hot Topic Women, you got a black canary. A, uh, cosplay, black cosplay, uh, anime, uh, weebs, and all that stuff. Hey, I've seen how you dress. You kind of dress like Journey Smollett as Black Canary. All those things. Like, there's a cross section where I see her. Oh, hey, yo, cool black chick from uh, fucking Flatbush, and you're the only one in your class that ever wore a pair of Doc Martens. And you're like, Will Smith wore Doc Martens. They were like, yo, only jack that shit over here. Yo, it's only fucking Tim's. Yo, you fucking wild whack. And you would like regress into a fucking corner, and you fucking like Lil Uzi Vert and fucking Slipknot, and you could still cut a bitch in the face. Yo, Black Canary. Oh, and you could fu- and you could fucking sing. Listen, me in high school, I'm <laughs> in love with the woman he's describing. Yo, that's like, what she I'm is saying. the greatest yeah. thing that's ever happened right. to the planet to me. And guess what? Guess who we're <laughs> I'm fam- looking at the look at the dudes talking to her like, what's wrong with yeah. you? Yeah. And <laughs> guess 
fire. And she got the wild septum piercing when before that shit was popping, right? Guess who her fucking favorite character is? Black Canary. Why? Because she wore fishnets, a leather jacket. She fucked with the same type of music. She was in a band, in the fucking music. She punched motherfuckers in the face. She didn't give a fuck about social norm and shit like that. And guess what? Now she's fucking black. Yeah. Boom. It's right there. Really, when it comes to these characters, we latched on to them for who they are. Also, how they dressed. And she's screaming in nigga but face. Like, I didn't. I didn't look at the Green Lantern and be like, oh, this guy's white. I don't fuck with him. It was just right. like, oh... His powers are cool. Right. He does things with them that are interesting. His villains are cool. The way he handles himself is dope. I think this might be my favorite superhero. Over I fuck here. with Kyle Rayner, but I don't like his haircut, so I can't. I can't fuck Kyle with Kyle Rayner was my guy. Yeah, yeah, I can't. I can't. I was specifically talking about Kyle Rayner. How yeah. Jordan? How Jordan is boring yeah. as fuck. Yeah. And I, I, pretty much every Lantern is boring except for Kyle. Keeping it, honey. John Stewart's boring too. No, I was going to Jessica Cruz. She don't leave the house. I kind of like that. She came along after I was already <laughs> oh, oh, in the oh, comments. Oh, oh, bet, bet, bet. She's dope. Simon okay. Bazware again, man. Simon is fire. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't get he doesn't get enough. He, get play. The, he got the strap on him. He don't even need it. He just keep it because he like to fucking hear that shit, boss. Guy Gardner is also pretty cool. I didn't know that because he was like a fucking ginger from Boston or some shit. So I wasn't rocking with him. But they call him Gingy. No, I don't think they do. They call but him guy. They call him, <laughs> they call him guy. But yeah, Free Guy was cool. Black Canary, this fucking movie is cool. I also want people to stop fucking bitching about the fact that they're getting um, a HBO Max original movie instead of like the big screen. There's shit that's going around. It was like, oh, these, oh, uh, Batgirl's Dominican, fucking uh, Blue Beetle's like this Mexican guy, and then this woman is black, and they're only getting HBO original movies. I'm starting to see a pattern. Shut the fuck up. Like it, it, it. You a got, movie is a movie, my, a mo- my dude. Yo, bro. Like <laughs> it, it's starting to get so annoying where people think that the big screen is the only fucking meat is the ultimate end all and be all. They're trying bro. to build a platform, and they're going to use their new projects to do that with. To do, not, I wouldn't put the Batman as an HBO Max exclusive, where like it's, it's only going to be here. It's not going to be in theaters. I would put that shit in, in theaters. Black Canary, that's an unproven property in general. You don't know how many people would be fucking with Black Canary at all. During yeah. a pandemic still. So I'm going to throw that first one on HBO Max where everyone has access to it and it's not that hard to get to. Yeah. There's less of a reason for you to be like, eh, I don't give a fuck about this. There's a million comic book movies. Why would I want to watch one about this character I don't know anything about? Why would I leave the house during a panorama where the rules are constantly changing every fucking week exactly. to go see this? I don't, it's just I, easier to just oh, be like, yo, it's on our platform like you, you subscribe know, to our shit you know how watch many it. fucking movies that were supposed to be meant for the theaters and shit like that that you know got put up on the shelf until some type of streaming service ended up buying it and putting out on their shit just because it it, it doesn't mean any less work love quality or money goes into like yeah. a streaming service original movie than a movie budget the work days are the fucking same like they, they're going in they're putting their hard and their their mind on the line, like it. They still want it to win. It's just in a different medium. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. saving money by staying home, and you still get the product. Shut the fuck up. Just support this. <laughs> shit. Support it. People <laughs> support it. I think people just, people be... just want to bitch about. Shit. Yeah, like, they do. To transition they into a, another topic this week, people were just bitching about Aquafina. Now that mm. um Shang Chi is out, 
about coming out. Yeah, yeah. they're doing well, uh, screenings. They're doing and the shit. early screenings yeah. and shit, and uh, a lot of reviews have been great, which I, I think right. are cool. I don't give a fuck about other people's reviews. I'm gonna watch it anyway. Right. Nice. But the the fact that other people are enjoying it is cool. I just saw a whole bunch of people just like trying to trash Aquafina, saying like, "Oh, she speaks with a black scent," and in this movie, it's gone the second she made it in she Hollywood. Speaks with a what? A, a black scent. It's someone so, outside of the black community that uses like urban or like ebonics okay. vernacular. Right. I never knew. Yeah. I never knew that was a term. Yeah, it's called a black scent. Okay. And you know, I saw a couple of TikToks with one girl. The first one I saw, which I'm glad I saw it in the order that I saw it in. The first one I saw was someone that was just like trashing her, like, "Yo, she's from Forest Hill. She's not even from Flushing. Like, I, I don't like you know. Wait, For, what? Forest what? Hills doesn't have you know that heavy of a black community. And I was just like, Oh, it, you're not from New York. Yeah. And if you are, you're not from Queens. Yeah. Because the way Queens works is you could be from anywhere. 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 You're going to run into, into black people. And yeah. if you happen to be a non-black person that just happens to fuck with black culture and you have black friends and you're surrounded by black people, that's yeah. how you're going to speak. Yeah. That's if you're true. surrounded, like you're going to adopt the properties of the people that are around you no matter where you are in life. Right. Yo, go tell I say ball piece because yeah. I hang out with James, James a yeah. lot. Yeah, <laughs> you really made that a thing. That's how that shit works. Yeah. Yo, like go tell them go over East New York, talk to Big Buddy Best. See if right. and the shit it was one of those things where it's just like, like, yo, y'all are just looking for reasons to be upset. And yeah. It's just like it's not that. I don't I don't she speaks the way she speaks. Because she's from here. The fact that she's not yeah. speaking like that in this movie means that she did what actors do. Which is act- and she <laughs> act- was acting. acting. Like like I, I don't know if you guys know this, but Idris Elba has a British accent. <laughs> in movies, sometimes he doesn't. It's crazy. Yeah. I know. It's, it's crazy hard to wrap works. your head around it, but it happens because people can act. There are people from Staten Island that go on to be actors, and their accent is gone. You know why? Because they took acting lessons. And the first thing they do if you speak with an accent is like, all right, we're going to get rid of that. Right. So it's easier for you to like pick up roles. Right. And you don't have to worry about, like, I need to constantly remember to get rid of my accent right. to play this character. It's, it's easier it, to adopt another accent than it is to like just not use yours. Yeah. Just speak plainly. A lot of people go way too hard on like Aquafina, to my knowledge, has not said anything racist or disparaging to no. the community and all that stuff. She's literally just being a product of the environment. That's and it. people when you say that, people are like, Oh, you cape it for da 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 da. Oh, these Asians, oh, they racist in the thing. I've like, listen, I've seen fucking Minister Society and shit like that, where they fucking go inside the Korean uh corner store and shit like that. It yeah. was wild racist and sh- whatever, whatever. You know what? That that just was like, hey, ignorant racists who don't know anything about this country who just came over here that wanted a better life and still get treated like shit, who barely even know the language, they're just going off of whatever the fucking white media is telling them. Yeah. So when they see you in that community, which is the only community that would let them in there in the first place, because sometimes they suffer from the same shit that we preach about and that we want better for everyone, and that I understand that, hey, when we have fucking shit going on other communities don't stand up for them uh stand up for us so in turn they were like we're not going to stand up for y'all if that's your stance cool i think it's uh fucking counterproductive in some spaces but if that's the way you want to rock go ahead and rock like that that's on you bro but like i'm not gonna hold it against a fucking immigrant that that did what every other immigrant who came to this country willingly or forcibly and now you're just like raised in this fucking system through generations and shit like that i'm not gonna hold it against them that they want a better life and they, for me it's like just... it's it, it's weird and 
I've never understood the whole cultural appropriation thing in places like Queens, because I'm Queens through and through. They say Queens, New York, whatever, is the melting pot of diversity. I went to Francis Lewis High School in fucking Fresh Meadows. I've never been more in, in a diverse setting. They, like, my friend groups look like, looks like the fucking UN. Yeah. Like, I got niggas like, from, like... New York is yeah, diverse like, as shit, but, like, Queens specifically. specifically like, yo, fuck, diverse son, I got Paki homies, Bengali. I got uh, Sikh, Hindu, Muslim... Uh, Chinese, Japanese, uh, Buddhist, atheist, gay, straight, pan, trans. I've learned all of this shit in high school. And the only thing, like, uh, coming in like 14, 15 years old in the high school, coming out the fucking hood, the only thing that it taught me was just, hey, hey, there are people that like are good people, people that just want to fucking live and exist and be who they want to be. Mm-hmm. And as long as you're good to me, I'm going to be good to you. That's if it. you a piece of shit, fuck it, run it up. You're going to catch these hands. If you're, you know, a uh, woman... I got my homegirls to give you them hands. Like, I, I'm not finna do it. Like, that's all it comes down to. Like, I never understood. Like, we're all ingesting the same information. And when it comes down to it, there are people that are all, like, racist towards us. Like, I care about my black struggle immensely, close to the heart. I'm not going to say what the, the the fucking ignorant acts that happen to the Asian community off of that. I'm not going to say, well, I ain't, like... I'm not going to say that, yo, there were Asians out there that I don't even know that didn't stand up for Black Lives Matter, so I'm not going to stand up for y'all. Hey, guess what? My Asian best friends reached out to me. My Asian best friends stuck up for me. My Asian best friends going through the thing, so I'm going to ride with you the of same course. thing. The same way you 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 rode with me. And if you ain't say nothing crazy in the media or anything like that, I don't give a fuck where you're from because I understand what the fucking deal is, bro. You, I'm you, not going to generalize shit when we're talking about an individual. I'm not. I'm not. Nope, so I can't. I, I can't sit here and like, sure, I I, I've experienced racism from right. Asian people, but I've experienced racism from everybody. everybody. Yeah. And like, so even I've your seen own cultural kind. appropriation yeah. from everybody. Yeah. yeah it's, I'm not even just talking about them adopting black culture. I'm like us adopting other cultures and shit right. like that. And it's, the thing that happens. Yo, like, I was, there's, I, there's a difference between appropriating and appreciating. Right. And I, I don't think people like try and focus on the difference because like she fucks with black culture. That's cool. She's from here. You know yeah. what you know what would have happened? I, I bring it up all the time. She I'm, rapped. That I'm, shit was ass. Yeah. I hated it. Like, yeah. <laughs> but like I didn't I was, look at her crazy yeah. for doing it. Just like, yeah, it was yeah. like, yo, you suck. I like Asher Roth. Like, I'm not gonna look at him crazy I for just doing like, this shit either. I love college and uh the shit, the LARP LARP on my go kart. Yeah. I like that song. That, that, that shit was hard. Yeah. Um, but, but it's just like, you can tell the difference. Yeah. And if you can't tell the difference, Shut you the shouldn't fuck be up. talking about it. Yeah. That, that's that, all. That, that's what it is. Also, to the people that looked at the clip of, um, how do you say his name? Shimon? Simu Liu. There we go. Simu. Him using his jacket in a fight, he was like, oh, he's not the first person to do that. Jackie Chan did that a bunch of times. Okay. You ever think he's paying homage to Jackie Chan in his fucking kung fu movie, you fucking idiot? But even if he wasn't. Shut up. But even if he wasn't. Shut up. It looks cool. Appreciate it. The thing, you want to know the crazy connection about that? The same fight choreographer, um, I forgot his name, Roy Bryan? I'm going to find it. Hold on. That shit got me real hyped because it did look like some super Jackie Chan shit. Hold on. I was like, oh, I'm really going to like this. It really is going to be exactly what I want it to be. It's just fucking oh, so, so, Marvel's Rumble in the Bronx. Let's go. So that was the, the 
It was the jacket thing, and then there's the um, Baji Kwan elbow, which is like the specific elbow mm-hmm. move that he did, where it was just like more like an uppercut with your elbow, and it yeah, like yeah. stopped in the chest. So that's from... Uh, it, it ends with that like yeah. fucking pose. Yeah. Where he takes, uh, I always love seeing so, that. So that's from Brad Allen. Brad Allen, Brad Allen was a choreographer who worked a lot with Jackie Chan in the, the 80s, 90s, on those movies oh, as, wow. as a background um, thing and he was also in some on-screen fight scenes so he was there for a very long time the last project that he worked on before he untimely passed r.i.p to the god um was shang chi but so yes that is going to be in there but do you it, see why it, people not, should do their research it's they they won't it's it and and like it's so frustrating where it's just like you don't oh, even have to do research you just have to not be a dick you just have if to you shut start the, there yeah, you just yeah. stop saying a whole lot no, of stupid but if, shit but, but if you want to be a dick at least do your research yeah. so you can be a well informed right dick. be a well informed dick but like that's the thing it's just like yo but they'll die on that that, that. oh yo. he stole that from Jackie Chan and fucking uh, Travis Scott stole autotune from Kid Cudi who stole it from Kanye who stole it from T-Pain who stole it from the nigga who made it in the thing if you watch that shit on Netflix called This Is Pop it was a really good episode I recommend it to everybody stole but is stole is borrowed a, a improved proved on to use when it comes used, to it's art. like oh yeah, yeah very. I, wait I stole this thing that was made to be utilized in the medium that right? I'm in and or then I I use it the way he used it kind of yeah but I used it but to in make my it own better way? yeah, yeah. It's like, like at, at what point does it go from being inspired by the stealing, like when you just decide you don't like it? Is that it? Because people want to feel like a one. Everyone who dunks a certain <laughs> way, are you going to say he stole it from such and such? Yeah. You yeah. jump yeah. from yeah. half court. Like, oh, Michael Jordan, Jordan did, did that, that first. It's not yeah. cool to see this ever again. Oh, you passed the ball? No. Yeah, Jerry West the, was the first one to pass the ball because I see him on the logo. You once dribbled once. with your hands? What? <laughs> I would never. Your dad's that Levar was, Ball. That was what? invented by yeah. George <laughs> Collin. Yeah. <laughs> what? He's cousins with Phil Collins. And then he's related to Smitty Werb and Jaegerman Jensen. Huh? He yeah. was number one. John Jacob Jingerheimer Smith? His name is my name, too. <laughs> Whenever we go out, all the people scream and shout, there goes John Jacob Jingerheimer. What the fuck is happening? Whenever I the go out, step version. the titties all come out. <laughs> there goes John Jacob Jenga Hamster. Let me dig a ling a ling ling ling. Yo, are we, did we just make the Jersey Club music? To we, we did. <laughs> I fucked with Jersey John Club. John Jacob Jenga. Anyway. Jacob Hamster. Hit him with the jing. Hit him with the jing. Somebody email us. Email us that version. Somebody. Word. But like, yeah, it's it. But again, you're never going to win. Whoever you got a problem with personally, have your problem with them personally. I don't give a fuck. Just don't come at me when I say I don't give a shit. Don't don't come at me and expect me because I'm black and you have a problem with someone of like uh non-black background. Don't expect me to have the same problems with them than you do because you're just fucking ignorant or yeah. just sensitive or have certain traumas or there's a certain situation that happened. Like I don't that like it's it's so tricky. Up, it's I am tricky. not going to limit the things I enjoy yeah. just off of your opinion on something. Yes, that isn't like that is that is purely opinion. It's not based on fact at fact, all. Yeah. It's just how you feel about a certain thing. Now, it's like we need to boycott such and right. such because I feel this way. I'm, like, I'm gonna boycott you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, if, now, if it comes out that Aquafina did some wild egregious shit, Yo, you like post some shit and there's like evidence yeah. so she did some like found. That's a different shit. story. It's throw a video her, of her saying something. Throw her wild. in the trash. I'm with you. Sophie Turner been in the trash for me, dog. Exactly. Like it's. 
I'm not gonna here. not enjoy Game of Thrones, but you don't see me running around supporting things that she's in a- after that. Exactly. Except for that last X Men movie, just because I'm not I'm not gonna not watch the last X Men movie. Her performance mm-hmm. in it was trash. Because I'm 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 gonna go ahead and not everything about that, that was ass. But yeah. Michael Fassbender. But the thing, yeah, you didn't even go for her. You kind of went for. I just went for me because I've yeah. seen all of them and I'm just gonna see yeah, how they end it. their shit and I didn't need to. See um, it. what was I gonna say? Like, and and the thing with cultural appropriation, nobody gets on Kung Fu Kenny for being Kung Fu Kenny. That's Don true. Cheadle or Kendrick Lamar. That's true. You know, so like that's a thing. And it's just a, it's a dumbass name. <laughs> I it really love is. it. I love it so but much. It was cool though. though. It it didn't uh, have <laughs> anything to do with anything really, or maybe it did. The way Kendrick Lamar works is you never really know exactly what the fuck nope. is going on when he's talking. Speaking of which, he's like uh, Kawhi. He decided to come. Yeah, he really is. It's really it? think it's, about it. it's a thing with niggas. It's just more straight backs. Yeah, niggas were brave. <laughs> He's just more outspoken. Than Same thing with Kawhi. Pusha T. I don't know what Pusha T t- talking about, yeah. unless like. He's talking about drugs. I get it then. Ooh, niggas were braised so when much. Pusha T's not talking about <laughs> drugs. Ooh, you so much thirst. What are you uh, so much thirst, boy. You crazy. Anyway, um, the other day, everybody's chilling online. It's a regular day. It's uh, August 20th, you know? And. Uh, I get on Twitter, you know, while I'm pooping at work, and I nice. see everyone talking about Kendrick. They're like, yo, Kendrick's quitting TDE, this, that, and the third. And I was just like, all right, let's relax here. Uh, I know how social media works. I know how narratives. They like to run, run with it. Run with shit. So I said, what's the origin of this? Yeah, you be running into, like, shit <laughs> completely different for me. Like, I just ran into the link. Yo. I just I'm, saw someone say, let's go, and it was the Kendrick link. No, he there runs nothing in, else attached. He runs into Chris it runs from the other full paragraph. Yeah. <laughs> like where, he ha- where he has to see what the root how, of it all is how, after the yeah, fact. How did we get here? I feel like but I'd be so mad. Chris pulls up like two seconds after it happened and is already <laughs> an opinion piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's literally how it is. No lie. My Twitter is just excitement. That's yeah. it. <laughs> excitement and links. No. So this is why this podcast works. This is hate and anguish. Yeah. yeah. Sprinkled with comics. Yeah. That's, that's, that's some titties in there too. Yeah, of, um, course. of course. So... Uh, on August 20th, Kendrick made this post, and it said, I spent most of my days with fleeting thoughts, writing, listening. I think no, Kendrick wrote it. Yeah. Yo, facts. And collect- he would say fleeting. Yeah. <laughs> and not in the fun way. Womp, womp. Uh, <laughs> listening. Sir. And, collect- and collecting old beach cruisers. And I was like, All right, weird flex, but okay. I support it. That's real California. Hot off that Tyler interview. Yeah. It's like, let me just insert some cool shit yeah. I like. Uh, the morning rides keep me on a hill of silence. And I was like, if you ever rode a beach cruiser, not that silent, but okay. I go months without a phone. We've noticed. Uh, love, <laughs> loss, and grief have disturbed my comfort zone, but the glimmers of God speak through my music and family. Whoever's selling you weed, I, I need I don't know number. about you, but I read this as a rap. Oh, I don't want to know the flow. I, that he I was used. also reading yeah. it to see if like it rhymed at yeah. all. It didn't. Yeah. It, no, didn't it didn't, but it, it could be that abstract shit. This is like more poetic than yeah. anything. And I was like, all right, bro. While the world around me evolves, I reflect on what matters the most, the life in which my words will land next. As I produce my final TDE album, I feel joy to have been a part of such a cultural imprint after 17 years. The struggles, the success, and most importantly, the brotherhood. May the Most High continue to use Top Dog as a vessel for candid creators as I continue to pursue my life's calling. There's beauty in uh, completion and always faith in the unknown. Thank you for keeping me in your thoughts. I've prayed for you all. See you soon enough. Uh, Oklahoma? Oklahoma? This? Oklahoma. 
No, it's not Oklahoma. Oh, it's it's O-K-L-A-A-M-A. That's not Oklahoma. Hey, maybe it means something else. But after that, all I saw was Kendrick's never making music again. It's his last album ever. He's done. He's See, retired people, from the pe- business. People, so it was like, people don't he, listen. He didn't say that. All he said is that... Like, but people he said got, this is my last album with yeah, TD. With TD. Yeah. That doesn't mean I'm not going to go right. off. Maybe I want to go and do my own thing. Maybe he wants to start his own label. Exactly. People always think He's looking at Baby Keem and it's just like, well, I want to sign my cousin. Yeah. He's dope. There's a whole young generation of artists I'd like to sign. Th- there's like, I want to do that. There's like, because there's so much, there's so much free, like sometimes after a certain point, you just want to answer to you. Yeah. That's it. I feel like he had a, enough creative he control did. He did. at TDE where he, he could did. just tell him, like, I'm not making an album for the next six years. And he'd be like, all right, let us know when you're coming but back. Schoolboy Q did a live, um, like a stream. I don't know where it was at, but he did it the other It looked day. like it was on Twitch right. or something. It was but like, like I just saw clips of it. Of him YouTube. smoking in his game room and shit yeah. like that. It was like four and a half minutes. And he was like, yo... Niggas. And I, I thought it was weird because he's not a man that I would think would sit exactly. in front of a camera. Same, I thought the same thing, but he was smoking. He looked good. Like he's he got in shape. Skin skin is glowing. Yeah. He not looking dusty. Once he stopped um, drinking lean, he yeah, he looked he, a lot healthier. Yeah. Crazy, right? Uh, so uh pass that broogie. <laughs> As I damage my organs. Um Best way to do it. Yeah, right. Drink Brugi. So or Cocoitos. Or Cocoitos. I seen you. I'm proud of you. Oh, I mastered that. I, shit. I'm proud of you. It's bring it to the BBQ. Um I, I could actually. Yeah. yeah. We got the stuff. What the fuck? This is not You gotta shake it. Yeah. Oh, so sorry, y'all. This is a, a podcast and this is not quality content. He just doesn't know how to pour alcohol. Go no, on. the the fucking Don't defend yourself. They can't see. They're just gonna believe what I said. I'm like doing this like I'm uttering a cow. The al- yeah, alcohol you're, you're pouring definitely him. beating off a horse. Yeah, that's that's yeah. what it looks like. Whatever. I'm like Tom Green in that movie. Good visuals for you guys. Anyway, so uh he was on this four and a half minute uh stream and he was basically saying that nobody moves like T D E moves. Nobody has the impact on the music business that T D E has had in recent years. We're the TD is the best that ever do it. Nobody moves unless we want to fucking move. Fucking Isaiah got the hottest shit out right now. I don't give a fuck what none of y'all niggas is saying. The way, we don't drop shit unless we want to drop shit. That's we right. run our own shit over here. Yeah. He's not TDE. wrong. TDE. And it's like, uh, yo, the, the niggas... I mean, this is what you say about you and your, your yeah. crew. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. No, it's saying uh, about I can, yourself. I can absolutely dispute wrong. things that yeah. you're saying. No, you, but of like, course yeah. you can. He, he was saying that, yo... <laughs> niggas don't he was like yo you think that we got shelved or whatever he was like yo niggas don't make it okay unless Q says so he was he was talking his shit and like I was riding with it yo Q was top five crip for he me was, like, he was also he was, saying, <laughs> he was saying certain things that was like I feel like that's very true for you yeah. not very true for reason I, and yes, Isaiah Rashad yeah, yes. Yes. I feel like you say I'm dropping you're dropping yeah. I feel like they do that it's just like you're getting dropped you get, yeah Maybe. I don't, I don't Maybe. think so nah, I don't think so it, it wouldn't no. like it, that's a drastic thing but you I'm think? pretty sure they would definitely say like hold on we got some other things planned you like, think so, like what though the thing with TDE for, for drops, a full album, they space their albums out the way you're supposed to. If it's all like one camp, you wouldn't see Q and then Isaiah Rashad drop like back to back. They haven't though, they, right? No. no one does. No, they yeah. all drop their album and then there's space in between. Right. So like that is a talk that you have to have with everyone oh, to be like, okay, right, I yeah. see what you're saying. Yeah. So okay. I feel like in those talks, certain people have more leeway than others. Like, I'm sure SZA can be like, yo, Statue. I want my album to come out on such and such date. Right. And they might have been discussing slotting Isaiah Rashad in at that time. 
And then I'm pretty sure they'd be like, yo, I, yo, it'd be a better time for Scissor to be there. Uh, how would you feel if we moved you over? You know here? what it is. I like, think... I feel like there's a discussion that happens. Not yes, absolutely. Like yo, it's just not happening for you. There's which is a lot of yes. other but labels. In that discussion, they probably put a little emphasis on like, you should probably do this thing. You know yeah. what it is. I think they all discuss their plans, the artist plans, and they come to an agreement yeah. within the structure of whatever vision and whatever vision. As which far as I the think creative wor- part, which works beautifully. Everyone does whatever the fuck yeah. they want. Yeah, yeah. Well, I still think that worked. Because I definitely would have told Isaiah Rashad to do some different things from, from oh, what he did on this last album. Oh, oh. This what? isn't a music podcast. No, 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 no. It's a it's a black culture podcast. But it's a black culture, like al- I said in the intro. His album was too chill. Throughout the whole album, it was too chill. Consistently chill. He's always been chill, but the way it works for me is like the vibe of the song would be chill because the beat was chill, but he would have a he would have a certain energy that would just like cut through how chill the beat was and like... But it would create this aura of like you're vibing, but there's like just more emotion to it. On this mm. album, he was kind of just like he blended in with the beats a lot. And if vibes, there was a vibes, feature vibes, on the vibes, fucking vibes, songs, vibes, vibes. he was overshadowed by them to the point where it's just like I'm listening to this for Sizz and Black. I'm not really here ah, for you. Damn. So now let me ask you something, as both of you, as yes. music, you know, individuals. There's something about the way that. TDE moves that it's always been culturally relevant. All of those niggas are ghosts. All of them. Mm-hmm. Kendrick is the most ghostly ghost. Where's Absol? I don't know. J Rock, I hear sparingly. The last time Kendrick and J Rock came out was for the fucking Black Panther album, which wasn't that long ago. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yo, Kendrick, you have a project under your belt, but it was for a thing that that the attempt Kendrick made soundtracks popular again like movie soundtracks. i'm not gonna lie i was watching that video like just just this morning i was watching randomly watching a video with him and scissor for the for the bp soundtrack yo all the stars by the way all the stars that song the Uh, video but the video though i I don't really like that i don't like (laughs) i I don't like that song either i heard it too much but it's the most it's the most mainstream from people who you wouldn't expect but it felt really good when it hit in the movie but the funny thing is on its own i don't want to hit watching the video because that was the first time i watched the video that shit was amazing it was a good video i'll give it that so so but like again so like i was saying the cultural relevance impact the attention of black panther as a whole wasn't it oh it didn't overshadowed Kendrick Lamar, the person, the artist, a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, when that album came out, we were kind of just... It was meant to. We were still talking about Black Panther, Black Panther, Black Panther. We weren't talking about Kendrick Lamar's project, the Black Panther soundtrack. We were still talking about Damn. It wasn't a Kendrick Lamar album. But it was. It wasn't, though. It was him putting together the soundtrack. Yeah. He's not even... He's not on every song. Yeah. He's on... But I feel like that... Still goes on your resume. It goes no, no, on your it resume, goes, it, but it, it's, it's a great stamp on your resume. It's though. a different portion of your resume than so your why album. Do, so why do we talk about? Why do we talk about Watch the Throne on a certain level, or in the same conversation as Jay Z albums, in the same conversation as Kanye albums? Those that's those, just those, an that was album. an album. It, it wasn't, wasn't for a the movie. soundtrack to a movie. Yeah, but the th- it's like when we talk about Prince and we talk about Prince's albums, we don't talk about the Batman soundtrack. He did that too, but it that was actually more of a Prince album than this shit was because Prince is pretty much like involved with every song on there. 
This is just like Kendrick pieced Hold it on. together. Same way but, when you talk about Drake albums, you don't really talk about the one that was supposed to just uh, be a playlist. Um, uh, if you're listening to this, nah, to it, that nah. was the, the I can't remember. Uh, more love, yeah, more, more life, life, more life, more life. Because that was like it was just thrown together. Yeah. And cob- like it wasn't, it, it, it wasn't created with the intent of being like a real Drake album. Although, let, but. We would put that in the discussion it's before the same, we would put the Black Panther. It's album. the same thing with with, with Fifty and G Unit. When you look at the Get Rich or Die Trying soundtrack for the movie, absolutely, yeah. that was a G Unit album, right? It just came out for the movie, yeah. So okay, but so, it's not when we talk about G Unit albums and Fifties albums, and we don't mention that one. Yeah, but that one was was three million three million copies out the like not out the gate, but mm-hmm. in that span of time. Yeah, that's a successful so, album. There's that's for a movie soundtrack. There's Groups albums combined that don't so, do that. So when you when you look this album up, it says Black Panther, the album music from and inspired by Kendrick Lamar, comma SZA. You look at the not not only did all the stars chart, um, the fucking Pray for Me, the Weekend song with Kendrick Lamar, that yeah. fucking charted. J Rock, King's Dead. Put, that was my put, song. Put J Rock back in. That was my song. The, the spotlight. Yeah. So there's there's songs on there. Fucking even. Um, Vince's verse on Ops. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. the thing, again, like, niggas forget about Ops without Black Panther alone. I remember the scene. It's not an impactful scene that the song was playing on. They, were, I think they were going into the lab or some shit yeah. like that. Um, but that song alone, like, this this album works without the attachment of Black Panther. It does. And that's yeah, why totally it's, would. and that's what but separated. There are aspects of the album that wouldn't exist if it weren't. For the Black Panther soundtrack, there are like other, all of the African artists that are on the album. Yeah, Kendrick wouldn't have been doing that. It would uh, Watch the Throne wouldn't exist for all the soul samples that Kanye used. That's it's a little different in, though. Entirely different. Yeah. How's that different? Because we're talking about a soundtrack for a movie. This was as created for a movie. An album. Like 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 he didn't create it. He didn't create it. And then they came to Marvel. Came to him like, Yo, bro, that shit that you created. We yeah, want I don't that. know if Just it was. Me that whole I thing. don't know if it was Marvel. I don't know if it was Ryan well, Coogler. Whoever, like it yeah. was whoever. But, but but somebody specifically came to him for that. Like, like when he, they were creating Watch this the was Throne put together for this. They yeah. they came to but they came to Kendrick. Why though? He was already on my pimp my butterfly shit. Yeah, because he's that nigga. Back and they, they had a certain energy they wanted I'm, for the soundtrack. I'm sure Ryan Coogler. It was his idea. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Marvel. Can nah, no, no, like not Marvel. That. But yeah. you know, on behalf, he's he's on behalf of Marvel, yeah, right? Yeah, I, I'm sure I, he went to them and said, yeah. like, "Hey, I'd like, like, this. Yo, yeah." I so understand. Bad. I just personally think that what that Black Panther album, yeah, should be on the same fucking level when you bring up Kendrick and it shit should. like that. But it's not. It's not only it's because not. it was no. a soundtrack. Yeah, that's the only the thing, reason why. The, Nick, the it, only reason why it's separated is because like this is. A Kendrick album I'm is trying to think. entirely yeah. all Kendrick Lamar's ideas, yeah. the beats he wanted to rap on, an idea that he was presenting because all his shits are concept albums. So it was just Kendrick Lamar's brain from beginning to end. This is Kendrick Lamar in collaboration with SZA, in collaboration with so-and-so and this person and that person. He had a heavy influence on it, but it's not... It's not the same as it just being a Kendrick and, Lamar and, and, album. And even when you think about it from the from the back end standpoint, this this album is funded by a big, big, big company. 
So he get whatever he needs to make that happen. Yeah, he, he uh, let that he, nigga cuss. Yeah, yeah, they let him do. They let they let schoolboy Q yo, on whatever that they needed. Album, yeah. Yo, whatever they needed for the videos, for the songs, artists, he got it. Like, but not I, to say they don't do that for his album. I feel like he would have got like that on regardless, a, with or without. He, he would have got this, it regardless, but there was a little bit like I feel like there's a little extra access. I don't because know. Because it's for a movie. I think. And it's big budget. It's huge budget for Black Panther. The nigga got Don Cheadle in a throwaway album to, to, to play a fucking character from one scene in Rush Hour 2, which is a movie that's like fucking forgettable if you really think about it. And they threw the fucking budget. They put fucking Kung Fu Kenny in Crenshaw because yeah, fucking. Yeah, he's got a shit Don ton Cheadle. of money, so he can pull that yeah, off. Yeah, he can pull that off. Yeah. What I'm, what Don Cheadle's also a fan. Which what makes I'm, pulling it off easier because the so, the price goes down because what? I want to be a part but, of it. But the you see that, and and that's also a difference. That's money out of his pocket, theoretically. Or who, whoever's for, pocket, for, we don't we yeah, don't know who's funding for, for what. his for his album. Right. But for the black the Black Panther soundtrack, that's not out of his pocket. It I, my 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 point basically is the output is yeah. the same. It's, it's the same it's level. The same. No, I agree. No matter who's paying for it. Be, and and that's why I and that's more of a reason why I think that this Black Panther project, whether it's hey, I, no matter who approached me, I still made this thing feel like my own. Yeah. I I personally think that hey, without all right, without the 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 distinct specific sound bites from the movie, mm-hmm. same thing that Beyonce did with Lion King. Lion King. Yeah. Beyonce could make brown skin girl with or without the Lion King moving movie coming out. Absolutely. She could make yeah. my power with or without the Lion King movie. I think that's more what I'm saying. Because like when when I think of music soundtracks, like, all right, I'll go to fucking uh Space Jam. She's like, oh, so you mean a Jock Jams album, a thing that they were doing regardless. Mm-hmm. I think we've gone a very long time without a movie soundtrack yeah. that is in that can get released. Remember when that was a thing in the 90s? Yeah. Movie soundtracks were released as an independent thing. Yeah. I can't think of the last one other than Black Panther that completely sounded like this artist would have did this organically, was capable of doing this organically. It, it's not only because of the trajectory, the cultural cachet, the money, the vibe. And it's like, well, it doesn't matter who approached well, who. Eight, eight but mile, the eight, difference there is because Eight Mile, eight mile eight, Soundtrack. Eight Mile is another one. Get Richard Die Trying. The thing, yeah, that was the thing there is like, usually for soundtracks, they'll go to a whole bunch of different artists and be like, hey, can you give us a song for yeah, the movie? Suck, this is just, you went to one artist person. and said like, can you give us songs? For this movie, and he was just like, "Yeah, sure." I think, this but the the reason, like, quality wise, it is up there with a Kendrick album. Right, it's, uh, it's of the same quality. I'm just saying the only reason why it's not within that conversation is because it's not all Kendrick. Yeah, you look at the list; it's just like you got a song with Sway Lee, Khalid, Vince Staples, an African artist I don't know, Georgia Smith, Sob Xrbe, which like I don't even think Kendrick right. even knew who the fuck they were. Right, keep, like, it about, yeah. keep it a buck. Keep it a buck. Because those are like SoundCloud niggas that right. never even went beyond that, really. Right. And then you just got a whole bunch of songs where he's not directly involved, but you could tell he probably oversaw yeah. how things were going. Or maybe he like said, like, yo, I know you got that one joint. I would like to use that on this project. Like with J Rock. Is he that credited? was already yeah. on his album? That, is he credited as an as an executive producer? Maybe. Yeah. 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 Okay. Like, okay. So, so the yeah. thing again, this all right. So, so that okay. that that goes on his resume as an executive producer. I'll say and I'll credit. even put it on 
his resume just as, as an a artist. Creator. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, Art, yeah, 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 yeah. Because then you got to put the TDE shit on there too. Yeah, because he got but, off on that. Yeah. When his career is said and done, and we're talking about like all of his great achievements, and we like, yeah, like what's your favorite Kendrick Lamar album? No one's gonna go to yeah. Black Panther first. Yeah. That'll be uh, part of the conversation later on. As like, and yeah, don't forget he did such and such. Not gonna lie, I put black not sonically, not thing. The Black Panther album did more for me than the Pimp My Butterfly album. The Pimp My Butterfly. <laughs> to Pimp a Butterfly. To Pimp a Butterfly. Not Pimp My Butterfly. No, you Pimp My Butterfly. Even that's, that's, nasty. Nasty. that's nasty. That's nasty. Nigga brought you a butterfly and said, yo, can you pimp this out for me right Hey, quick? guess what the name of this episode is? I'm Exhibit. <laughs> good, y'all? I'm Exhibit and I'm here to Pimp Your Butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> now that might be the cover art. It's going to be Exhibit Pimping a Butterfly. Oh, man. I got some work to do. It. I get like a wild innuendo. Uh, butterfly got two TVs on his wing. <laughs> Mad way down because it's a fat back. <laughs> and look at the trunk. We put a fish tank in all the fish upside down. There's a fish tank in the fat back that's on the butterfly's wing. So butterfly, uh, butterfly yeah, fish. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't have to, but uh. So anyway, um, yeah, uh, the what was going on in life? So because I went from um Kendrick's first album. Straight to uh, to pimp my butterfly, and the sounds were very like drastically different. Mm-hmm. So my mindset wasn't the same; it wasn't in it. So it's like I took you know I I took all right, and I kind of brushed everything to the side until mm-hmm. later on. Black Panther comes out. I'm like, yo, I love the visuals. I love the sound of the the track. It's different. It is a vibe for everything. I saw the movie, loved the movie, bumped the soundtrack daily, and I was like, let me go back. Went back to pimp my butterfly. Mm-hmm. Made the connections. There was a Greater, a way greater appreciation for it. So like that, that's that's the order I did it. So like when you're talking about the grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. I'll put that up there in the top three. First album, Black Panther, um, to Pimp a Butterfly and Damn. Right now in my life are tied to me mm. because I use them equally for different things. Mm. So that that's just hard. Um, but the reason why I Another favorite soundtrack of mine is the Into the Spider-Verse soundtrack. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That but, was a really good soundtrack. Right? So I know, I know, obviously, Kendrick had a lot more involvement in the Black Panther soundtrack, but I'll, duh, I'll give him more credit for that on his resume than I do Post Malone and Sway Lee for Sunflower. Because yeah. that shit They took, just make that, one song. Right. They didn't put together right. the but that shit, you know I mean? But the thing is, as we talk about accolades, that shit took off way more than anything that was on the Black Panther soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like that shit was like everywhere to the point where I think he's playing it at like Super Bowl, Coachella, blah, 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 whatever the fuck. Um, even for uh, Blackway's uh, What's Up Danger, one of my favorite songs ever. Mm-hmm. And I don't think his music career, he hasn't had another What's Up Danger on the same level of thing yet. I he's, I think he's a dope rapper, and I think he will. He got like you know got a gold record, I believe, for it. I don't know if it, uh, anything else, but half of those are from me. I listen to that shit every day, <laughs> so you're welcome. But again, like even when we talk about Vince Staples, right? The the cultural cachet that goes inside Vince Staples coming from a blurred. I'm like, yo, bro. Any black superhero comic book movie, Vince is gonna find his way on that. He's on Ops and mm-hmm. he's on Home. Both fucking bangers, and he did that. And like, again, Vince Staples to me, top five crip. So <laughs> right now in my li- in my life, I don't have an order, but it, like Lloyd Banks, Schoolboy Q, and fucking Vince Staples is on that bitch, and Snoop. Yeah, Snoop like, gotta be on there. Duh. Damn. Yeah. And then what like, about 
Oh no. Who? I was gonna say Roddy Rich. Nah, I'm not really like into the sound as as much. I was like, I feel like I can think of. I was like, Tuki is a fucking generic fucking answer, and it's just oh. like, I know the nigga. Damn, now um, I'm trying to think of more Crips. Nipsey's dead. Ot Genesis. Pee Wee Longway. He's a very dangerous man. Now, see, now I'm not. The way Pee Wee Longway oh, yeah. works is he's I, not a Crip. That's he true. just likes the color blue. He just likes. Okay, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I'm wrong. I'm yeah. wrong. Yeah. You're right. Come you're on. Right. Come on. That boy right. good. That boy good. That boy. He's hey, really good. Um. Kiwi's fire. Nah, yeah. he's easy. He'll, he'll get, yeah. he'll like, get no love. Yo, bro. I feel like no. I feel like that's why I, I like Pee Wee more than I like Gucci. I don't talk about Pee Wee because I feel like everybody's gonna be like, "Yo, you're bugging." Like, right? right. Yeah. So, um, damn man. But anyway, I mean, like, made himself the blue Eminem character. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, but how do you how do you, how do you uh, feel about uh, Kendrick saying he's going to be releasing music soon? Because that's uh, the that's, only thing I focused on. The, okay, right. Other people so, want to speculate whether it's his last album or if there's tension in TD. I don't give a like fuck that, about I don't think there is. I think they just do what they he want. He said an album is coming soon. Yeah. I'm excited. That means him, Drake, and Kanye are all coming. Cole already gave me one. I'm I'm elated. Yeah. But, I got but, fire shit to look forward to. Look but, at what y'all are focused on. But see, people, but, but, that, but then that's when people like don't really be knowing about music because, yes, he's part of TD. I think people. Got an idea of him being part of TDE that nothing could ever, everything always has to be a certain way or whatever. There, there's also a contractual obligation that has to be fulfilled. Yeah, right. he's going to and fulfill he might that not album. Want to do that anymore? Exactly. Like he doesn't like, have to. He's been maybe, there 17 years. He said. He's like, maybe I'm at a point now where I don't want obligations to anything. Yeah. Right. And I just drop whenever I want to drop. Yeah. That's I it. like. I like that. Maybe he's just like, what if I just went entirely independent? Because like, yeah. yeah, you're on an independent label. Yeah. But you're still on a label. Yeah. What if he was just like, I'm gonna just release my shit through Bandcamp. Yeah. I'm gonna take all the bread other than like whatever band or beyond that. I don't even use anyone else's platform. Yeah. I just have a website. You come to my website, you give me twenty dollars for the next Kendrick Lamar album after this. It's my twenty dollars. Or it's the- so fucking lit that it's just like, yo, hey. I'm done with TDE, but these are still my brothers, my yeah, family, my exactly. niggas, where you'll still see all of them. Yeah. I'm just releasing it whenever, literally whenever I want without any contractual obligations, without anyone Nothing. hitting my phone. So I'm I don't, just, I'm I don't living think more in peace. Any way yeah. where he's yeah. just like, I'm not working yeah. with them anymore. It's I'm not, not their and that's friends. Fuck just, them. I'm not I think, on the label. You know yeah. what it is? You know, also, like, it's also not my label. Also, yeah. I, I was signed to it. I'm I feel like now. I feel like artists. I feel like maybe sometimes artists look at like what other artists are doing and like, damn, like what would it be like if I did that? Like, like one of the greatest releases of all time to me, in my opinion, is Doggy uh, Style. Is well, yes, definitely. <laughs> I mean, it <laughs> without is, a man. doubt. <laughs> um, but the the uh, Coloring Book EP. Mm. Okay, yeah, that's one of the because gr- that was just him. Right. There was no uh, yeah. no distribution, no nothing. He dropped the it was album. Just him. It was just like, he here, dropped it. Here are the song titles. He made a lot of. He made a yeah. lot of money. Yeah. Just figure out who the <laughs> fuck is on every song. He made that fucking three hat popping. They were in a bidding war for the man. Yeah. <laughs> so I I feel like if I if I was an artist that was on in the game and I, I looked at that and I'm like damn like, but not every artist is in that same position at a specific time in their life where they can completely be independent sometimes you need that yeah. that that big machine push you know what i mean right. or even if it's not the big big machine it's the medium-sized machine push right. you know so until you there are artists like drake where drake could go entirely independent but yeah like shit just becomes way more difficult for him if he does yeah he's also at a position where he can be on a major label and negotiate things differently oh yeah than everyone else oh can. yeah yeah so it's like 
it's not affecting him so much. No. Nah. Kendrick's at a point where it's like, I'm not going to get any bigger than I already am. Facts. Right. And I'm not going to lose fans by yeah. doing Without a doubt. business won't. differently. Yeah. He was like, I could do whatever the fuck I want, really. Also, and he's built this. And now those conversations that yeah. happen whenever he wants to release something at the same time, I don't need to do any of that. Also, if I just go he's <laughs> built, on my own. And he's built that that kind of like air of mystery around him. Mm-hmm. Whenever artists do that successfully, you want that shit. You, you want, want no matter what you say, you, can you want. fart. And it's, it's going to make news. And it's going to make news. Yeah. Like, th- I yeah. love that. I, shit. I like when artists disappear. Yeah, that's what, cool. up, that's what we grew. That's what we grew up on. Yeah, it was cool. Right. The weekend was like I'd, promoting yeah. his album, yeah. doing all the shit, and you would see him everywhere. His Instagram would change and have different posts. And then, it was dope. <laughs> and then the album, like he was done, he finished. The Super Bowl ha- happened, and he just stopped. He yeah. just deletes everything. And then he came back with a new song, and now there were new things. And now he stopped again. Yeah, I, love, like, I don't have I, anything else. I love that. I like that. About it's like it's like I come in, collect my bag. And dip, disappear, right? enjoy my life. I hate then this come era back again. of just like musicians being in your face at all times. It's just like, bro, I don't like eighty million features. It's like you don't, eighty million singles. You don't feel important to me anymore because yeah. I see you all the time. I think the people who disappear put out the greatest, most like organic, pure product because mm-hmm. they don't have anything. Like Kendrick was talking about, yo, he doesn't have a phone. Yeah, uh, for like for months. People like Donald Glover, I think, is a fucking like creative genius. Um, whatever his personal politics are, I yeah. don't know because he's not on Instagram or Twitter to give them, right? So Man, I love that. I love that. It's, they so, kind of detach. It's so easy for me to and not feel a way about how you think every, yeah. every, if I don't know how you think. Every yeah. time Childish Gambino or Donald Glover, whichever one, um, pops up, it's something new. It's something refreshing. Mm. Uh, the Untitled album that he dropped, I still don't know my favorite songs because they're all numbers and yeah. periods. That's the that's the I, only misstep that I think he had. Yeah. And I think like someone should have told him, like, eh, maybe that's not the best yeah, idea. Yeah, but he did it. Yeah, and it's like, all right. Cool. People reacted I think, how they reacted. I think 1910 is my favorite song off that track. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know, the know yeah. any of the songs, and I don't remember what it sounds like. It's just yeah. like the whole way he released it made me uninterested. Yeah, but, just, but, but like, then, I don't know. It didn't grab me. But then he'll also drop Atlanta, and you're like, yo, fuck Yeah, love I'm it. here yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah, there'll right? be promotion for that. There'll be, he did This Is America, and that was a whole moment where I was hype about it. Came back, this did Redbone. He was just like, here's the thing. Redbone was before this. Before this. Yeah. yeah. He made that album. A lot of people talked about it like it was the most revolutionary thing on the planet. I only like Redbone. I'm a music nerd, and I'm just like, I, I can tell you all the things that he's yeah. copying that yeah. were done better by other people. I appreciate it, and I'm, I'm glad he did it, and I'm glad he presented this to a generation of people that might not know about those things and have developed an appreciation for those styles and might grow on to become fans of that, but... I'm not sucking a nigga dick about it, right? I only like, it was like, cool. I only like Redbone. Uh, on the other side of the coin, I do know all of the words to uh, the freestyle he did with Danny Brown on Toxic. Yeah, so it's just hard. Fandango, my Mandingo, we should do a no, movie. No, we're not doing Whoopies this again. Like the Yakuza, <laughs> my Jacuzzi. Excuse me, I'm on a Uwe. My pockets on life is Louis. All right. Arrows is different so colors. My wallet looks like a Kuji. To cap he off this uh, Kendrick Lamar discussion, it's <laughs> dope. I'm looking forward to the album. James, you got anything like an AK? Not that shit. My name's saying. Uh, but no, yeah, that that's it. Um, I don't know where we want to go from here. Do let's you, let's. Uh, you want to go to what if? Do you want to go to Eternals trailer? Let's talk you... about the Eternals trailer. That's quick. Okay. Uh, uh, it was it was cool. It was, Visually, a lot of cool things happened. It was cool to see what the fuck this movie's finally yeah, about. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I like that the final trailer is the only actual trailer. 
I like the teaser trailer teased and gave us nothing. The uh, the final trailer showed us what the movie is. I like the fact Thanks. that these niggas had powers from other heroes that I know. And then they also dressed in like uniforms and shit like that. I'm like, look at the Avexman League. <laughs> <laughs> someone said someone said on Twitter, can anyone tell me what the name of Angelina Jolie's character is? And I was like, it's Wonder Cersei. Woman. Oh. I was like, I, <laughs> I don't know why you don't know that, but okay. Yeah. Also, it's Angelina Jolie's character. You'll watch the movie anyway. Yeah. That's why you're <laughs> Interested enough to watch the trailer. The dude from Game Why of Thrones. Why are we hating on everything? I don't. It's, I don't. Get no, it. it's not even the dude the game from Game of Thrones. It's the dude from that one fucking movie that I didn't watch, where he was a bodyguard, but he had a thick ass fucking Irish accent. So I was like, "What the fuck is he saying?" He's playing like the Superman like character, and I'm like, "Yo, it's fucking lit." But then when you say it, they're like, "That's not Superman. He predates the da da da." I'm like, "Suck my balls from the back." No one is a fucking Eternals fan. From the you back. Look, you look that up just like anybody else looked it up. Also, he has Bro, the same set. Did yo, someone turn surprise? Bust into roses. Yeah, is like, that what I looked at? Oh, the same shit that, that Wanda cool. been doing. Like, I don't like. I'm 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 co- I'm doing these surface level comparisons to piss people off because you're not an Eternals fan. Yo, it's gonna be great. I know that, but you're not a fucking Eternals fan, bro. Surprisingly, a lot of people have said, "Yo, I can't believe you're a Marvel fan. You don't know about the Eternals. Like, it's not." Yo, yo, whoever that guy is, I will fight you Fam, verbally. You can watch all the YouTube videos you want. You don't know more about comics than I do. Yeah. And you'll never know that you don't know more about comics than I do because I won't talk about that shit with yeah. you. I don't care. I'm no. not gatekeeping anything because I like the Eternals or don't like the... I'm going but, to enjoy uh, the movie. But we know about yeah. your takes and they're all trash. I want garbage. you to know that. Captain America, he's not a Republican. That was the dumbest thing I've you, ever heard. Hey, 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 your ideas fucking suck. And you don't have a... Pro- hey, she won't touch your dick because you know something that you Googled and that you're faking that you're an Eternals fan. And most importantly, no you're not going to tweet your way into a writer's room. Yeah. It's not happening. Also, do some push-ups. <laughs> hey, stop drinking dairy. Your hey, chest hey, look frail. Hey, cut your nails. <laughs> Wash your ass. You smell dusty. Yeah. <laughs> you look musty. And you sound worse. Trust me. <laughs> Yo, we came through like the Dudley boys. <laughs> bars. Yo, we would hear that sound for you. Damn, I was Spike. <laughs> Damn it. You were Sheik. I'm Sheik. <laughs> <That> was... <laughs> Sheik Dudley. Yeah, Sheik Dudley. <laughs> he said I was Spike. Spike Luch. Wow. Spike Luch. <laughs> Yo, he called you Spike. You got to fight him. You don't know that, but you need to fight him. <laughs> He was Spike. No, I said, I was, that's oh, a damn oh, old yeah, Spike. Yeah, you yeah. need to fight you. Yeah. <laughs> like, talk better about yourself, man. Yeah. I'm obviously the one that looked like Bubba Sparks. <laughs> it's like a nigga calling you Crash Holly. Like, yo, don't do not do that. Yo, first of all. You put it work, but don't do that. <laughs> that so, man put it work, though. I just want to say that I thought back. Had a neck like a ton of bricks. Had a 24-7 champ. Holla at him. I want to go R-I-P. back and think about what I said earlier when I said, oh, the Vexmen League. Yeah. I was like, that kind of sounds like a, a, a group of like disturbed Caribbean uncles. <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds like. Just a, uh, a wait, committee wait. of anger. Yeah, like, like the UN of uncles in like grilling shoes. What, like this, <laughs> in the cockroach slippers. What are those? What are those? Uh, uh, Hold on. Going on. Yeah, Fuck, yeah, yeah. what are those two strap sandals called again? I'm sorry? What? The two strap sandals. Um, oh, Young Amaze uh, uh, line. Uh, what? Wow. <laughs> wow. Drinking Bugatti in the morning. Wow. Yeah. This <laughs> may possibly be an edit point. Who knows? Wow. Now nah, we leaving that in there. Right. <laughs> like she did the strap. Gang. <laughs> <laughs>
Turn up. Collard greens. <laughs> I'm on for the... Who got more straps? Her or T.I. from 04? Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> Dang, because see, she has... Oh, this, this is where we get quiet, Chris? More nah. straps than sketches. Because she got two different... Her. She got two different types, so... Oh, she got, together. She, got, she got both of them. She got straps and she got strap straps, so... Yeah. T.I. I only had one type of strap. I don't know which one is I don't want to see either. No, show me both of them. Yeah. Like, I kind of... I want to compare. She looks like she shoots sideways. Yo, if the strap is shaped yeah. like... If the, yo, a line of but straps... But you're going to get hit, though. No, 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 no. Look, a line of straps that are actually guns, but the tip are just dildos. Oh, and like a drill, though. A drill though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is yeah. that a thing? Yeah. Yes. They, they oh. put like a dildo on the on a drill and spin it around. It probably feels amazing. Yo, like I, I just imagine like if I <laughs> if I had a vagina yeah. and like there's something spinning in there. The Damn, Marcel with a vagina. Don't think about that. Bro. <laughs> don't think. How, about how that. did we get here from the Eternal? I don't know. I don't. I wanted to talk about what if. Okay. Not what if I had a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> so, so maybe we could talk about what if T'Challa was Yo, Star listen, Lord. Yo, All what right. if this drill dough? Can I start? Knock this? you off the hill, though. Can I start? <laughs> I want to start this off by saying, "Don't worry, I'm off six or seven pills, though." Hey, sound like it, Grotto. <laughs> Aiming at the Tato. Uh-huh. Shout out to Paco. Bars, bars, bars. The worst rapper I've heard um, ever. So I just hung, 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 thumb in your butt, <laughs> spit in your butt. It's off the rails I'm so sorry. fast. I'm trying to reel this I, in so badly. Yeah, you, I tried. I gave up. So Man, I, I just, I just let's wanna, talk about what if. Man, I just want to say, <laughs> what if people just let people enjoy things? What if? What Have if you seen uh, people being upset about this episode of What If? I haven't. That, I haven't see, seen people be upset about What If. But because remember, uh, I said uh, yeah. I don't think it's a show you can be mad at. I've seen it. It's a dumb. Of times. <laughs> and that's it. I've seen it a couple of times, and my thing is, is that yo, if you can find. A way to be annoyed at a situation, a, a show where they're showing you other possibilities. Why? What are you mad about? You got the, the, the thing that you want. For the show is just dumb fun. The end. That's yeah. that's it. The, and these are fun things. And this episode is the pinnacle wait, of wait, dumb fun. Wait, yes, who, it was stupid and so fucking. It was enjoyable fun to see from start to end. Yes. Who was the creator of this? Who pitched this show? You walk into the Marvel boardroom, yo. Shit's called What If. It was dumb fun. I'm done. Nah, <laughs> we're freaking, like, see, it's, it's really just like, hey, you guys remember the What If comics that used yeah. to come out? Like, yeah, they were a lot of fun. What if we did that as a show? Oh, that'd be a lot of fun. Cool. Like, I, I enjoyed seeing that's Thanos it. pull up to the bar. Yeah. That was Thanos, fun. Thanos explaining to everyone it wasn't genocide. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, it First reminds me of, uh, of that uh, one uh, friend that uh, has uh, that really shitty hot take yeah. and will die on that. Yes. Hill. And yes. somehow it worked out. But like loosely, and he was like, "See, I told you so." I was like, "No, no, 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 no." The way you said it was not what you said. It wasn't any different. That's not what you said. Yeah, he explained that to like four different people. Shorty being like, "Yeah, I don't really talk to my dad." He's like, "Oh, you should. He farms now. It's fun. Yeah, talk to him." It's like, "Yes, he's a farmer. He's chill." (laughs) I think give him a chance. I think also Shorty with the blonde hair on her. I was looking Nebula. Yeah, I couldn't remember her name. Nebula with the bad wig. I didn't. Nebula with the bad wig that looked like a noir vixen. Yeah. I was, I, 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 was like, but, Yo, but I was like, why did they good. give her a wig? That's not organically grown hair. Because if be. T'Challa was Star-Lord, she would have hair. Yeah, like, I'm like... That's what is, happens. She would is, still have hair. Yeah, I'm like, this is... 
I'm I'm more interested in seeing how that splintered off where she got hair. How much like, of a fuck up do you have to be to just like mistake Star Lord to mistake Peter Quill and T'Challa? Like, how do you even end up in Wakanda and be like, yeah, that's the one? You, I, you said a, you said child. He was like, you gotta remember their leader is blue, yeah, so they don't like, know. You said human child. We got him. <laughs> he was like, I'm like a, there were no coordinates. Hey guys, I'm a Ravager. I don't see color. <laughs> exactly. That's literally what it was. Exactly. Like, first of all, how did you make it through the fucking sh- the force field? So, they really like, just said two eye holes, two nose holes, and a mouth hole. It's the one. That's the one. Yeah. And black. No, you didn't say black. Well, no. he's black. Well, he's black. So, so. When Yandu comes through, as he always does, does a wild child kidnapping. He he got through the you know the the Wakandan force field or whatever the fuck. You like stars, kid? Yeah. And he was just like, yeah. And I'm like, you little bad. I know your parents raised you better than that. You just going off with strangers that are blue in a oh, ship, blue. my nigga. What? And his name I, is Yandu. I would never do that. But now I do that. Yeah. Your name Yandu. Dubby. Yeah. But now yeah. Yo, yo, blue. Blue. Dubby. My yeah, favorite blue. part of the whole shit. Was them doing the the beginning of Guardians one? I and Star Lord was actually a respectable person that people were excited to meet. Yes, no, yeah, like you, that shit was great. Did you kind of want them to play like what song? You know how he was dancing to uh fucking whatever the fuck he was dancing to in the yeah. beginning of he just started you, dancing with rhythm. Yeah, did you want him to da- like what song did you want T'Challa to dance to? I didn't want that because like I, I feel like we did enough of that already <sighs> with just like Jamin Hansu's character pulling up yeah. and just being like, oh my. God, Star Lord, I'm a huge fan. Like that whole shit. I just wanted that was enough of just like making fun of that thing where like uh, I was good. I just come out of like Frankie Beverly or just like some just like Daniel Beddingfield or some (laughs) something like just completely (laughs) or or Barry Manilow. Yeah, yeah, just like like fucking Craig David playing. Fucking Michael Bolton, like just <laughs> yeah, seven days playing while he's gone. It was '88. Come out to like fucking like rock him and just like make it super black. Just fucking come out to uh, Chub Rock. <laughs> Yo, I'm with that. Yo, uh, if you didn't see the episode of What If, I'm not going to give you a full plot rundown. T'Challa, Star Lord, it touches on a lot of moments from the the Guardians movies and even like just Avengers shit in general and just characters connected to Guardians. Whole lot of references to the movies. It's fun. If you didn't watch it, I'm assuming you don't care. And I, I, like, there's, if you did watch it, I don't need to tell you what the plot was. We could just skip around and talk about cool things. It's not that intense where we're going to come in and do a full plot breakdown every yeah, episode. Because there's no, there's no point. It's yeah. a one and done. And it's uh, 30 minutes of dumb fun. We're just going to highlight the things that are cool. We got a lot of other shit to talk about. Um, there, what was your favorite moment? Because I already said what mine was. My favorite moment? I kind of enjoyed it all equally. I can't mm. Maybe Thanos being a dad and just like, yo, y'all go and him staying back. He's like, I'm about to body all you motherfuckers. Yeah. I kind of enjoyed that. I wouldn't say more than anything. There were two things that, I got to be negative Nancy real quick. One thing that I was confused about was how did, how was T'Challa able to move still like Black Panther? If he got taken from Wakanda at age, whatever, 8, 10, 88, before he was able to get the heart-shaped herb, right? He was I, I think t- he was just agile in he, general. Peter Quill wasn't. Who the fuck did he learn that from? You still move like Black Panther. He's black. He's more athletic than Peter Quill is. I like Duh. that. Duh. Cool. Move on. That's <laughs> the way the show works. Yeah, right? Fuck, Yandu <laughs> kidnapped him and said your family wasn't looking for him. T'Challa was like, they were looking for me. Yandu was like, my bad. He was like, all right, cool. Moving on. Well, there was a lot more depth to that. There was oh, not there, enough no, depth there, there, to it, there, though. There was. There was it, like, 
You I lied to like, me about my family. I feel dog. like this conversation should be a little bit longer, but we only got thirty minutes. So okay, yeah. cool. I we, get it. We've we've yeah, exactly. We've seen this That's this trope <laughs> before. We're just like you lied to me, but you're the only family I know, so I have to forgive and you. It's and like, yeah. You watch Guardians. You get right. it. You know how this would have went if we had yes. two and a half hours. Right. Move on. Um <laughs> it was so but there was that. So I was just like, oh, how would you be able to still move that agile? But it's not something I'm going to harp on. Kid got bunnies. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> like, right? That's, it. That's a fact. The other thing, it's not a problem. It was mm. something that I was kind of just hoping on, that his his Wakanda necklace would have like a suit, like a nanotech suit inside of it, and we would see what a Black Panther Star-Lord mashup would mm. look like. Oh, that would have been cool. And I thought this would lead into like loosely the intergalactic uh, empire of Wakanda, mm-hmm. just like from like the, just as like an Easter egg or like nod, something with that in there, I thought would happen. I'm not mad that it. One didn't. day I'm gonna go back and finish that run. It was one of the most fire th- things I've, I've read. Ever like seen. four I just or five. Didn't have enough time. Yeah, I, and the cool thing about comics, they always exist. Yeah. So you can go back whenever. And where I'm at now is like I'd, yeah. I'd much rather read old shit than new shit. Yeah. Well, until John really drops his joint, then I'm all yeah. up on that bitch. But I've, I've been reading yeah, a lot are. more new shit. Yeah. When we get into what's in my long box, I'm not gonna have anything though. Oh, okay, same. Yeah. Well, I got what I was. Anyway, um, what were we talking about? What if? Power yeah. Rangers. James, did you have a favorite yeah. moment? Uh, my favorite moment was when the collector got what was coming to him because he was wilding. Collector was wild buff. He, yeah, <laughs> yo, like he's doing his push-ups, like, bro. Yo, yeah. he's doing, yeah. This is not what I'm he like, like wh- in the movie. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, why is he that big? <laughs> like, they pick up T'Challa, you just get swole. <laughs> crazy nah but at the end when when everybody's coming out that he's captured oh I, yeah, yeah i kind of wanted to see what happened to him man, but they left that to your imagination mm, it's cool I'm, I'm cool with that it was yeah. interesting to see that like ego pulls up on a son and now part of me is just like what would happen well, i want to see if? i want to see where that was gonna go also why why does the first time you're going to go visit your son you piece of shit why why'd you make yandu do it if you could have just easily come and pick up your son mm. dickhead I was about to bring up a thing that I uh, thought was interesting, but now I got to say, like, oh, maybe that is what that thing was. The original story that they have for the Guardians What If episode had to be scrapped because that writer's room actually stumbled upon the legit plot for Guardians 3. Oh. So they told them, like, nah, you can't do that because that's what the movie is. And they were just like, oh. That's gonna be fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, we're good. We're good, right? Yeah, we're good friends. And then yeah. like, we got another cool yeah, idea. Yeah. And I was like, damn, y'all look good. Yeah, y'all yeah, got yeah. two of this? Yeah. All right, we'll uh, see you. you. Niggas one. had one in the tuck. Yeah, all right. <laughs> this is why we pay you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now part of me is just like, well, if the timeline splintered and we're seeing different things, what if the Guardians 3 movie is what would happen if Peter met his father when he was younger instead of Yondu? I don't think that's what it is. But It'd be an what interesting if? possibility. But and I am what if? I'm intrigued. <laughs> yeah. I just hate how you're able to plug that in so so many it, yeah, times. Because yeah, literally that's really the easy. point. That's the, the that, whole yeah. thing. That's but, I love it. Yeah. That's the whole point of a lot of these comic do you, conversations. Do you know what uh next week's I don't is? I don't look at any of the ne- yeah. and I like that. I didn't I didn't know what this week's was either. Yeah. I thought this week's I actually don't know what any of them are other than the two we've already seen. And then there's the, the zombie one. That's the only other one I know. Didn't know that was a thing. I, I thought I thought the one that came out. On last Wednesday, well, I knew the Black Panther one. I didn't know what it was going to be. I thought that was going to be like later on. Yeah, I would have. That's made what I that thought. Like the yeah. last one. I That's think, what I thought. So, I, so I, think, I don't know what else. I think, got some fire shit. I coming. think they said Chadwick's in four episodes. Oh wow! Oh, okay. oh wow! Yeah. So, do you <clears throat> know how many episodes there are? Isn't it no, eight? No idea. I think it's eight. I maybe. I don't know. I'm I'm really at a point now. Where it's like I get what I get. Yeah. We're going Fact. to enjoy. Hey, it most hey, li- hey li- what if we were informed? That'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. But. 
They but be you, like, yeah. you guys come here for opinions, not information. Exactly. You that's, got Google. That's what we Piece got. Shit. Uh, last thing we got <laughs> up on the list, let's talk about this Titan show, three and four. Uh, last week, we talked about one and two entirely too long. Yeah. Uh, this week, we're going to cover three and four in much shorter format. Uh, three that shit was, crazy. <laughs> three was cool. Hank died. A lot of y'all were upset. I shrugged. Wow. Yo, I was dead ass upset. I, I thought he was cool. I almost said Frank. I come in. I here, don't even know his name. I come in here all the time, like yo, Hawk and Dove, Hawk and Dove. When he died, I was just like, all right, like he's not the most important character here. They kept Mika Kelly alive. I appreciate that. Thirteen-year-old me also appreciates this, that. All right, sorry. <laughs> there's there's this certain gravitas that I like. You you go back to season one, season one, season two. Hank's been there technically from the beginning, and um, through him having those dark. Through him, the origin, I remember the episode, the Hawk and Dove episode, when they showed the origins and shit like that. Yeah. That was fucking dope. Um, like, he has a very dark past. Uh, when Trigon was taking over his brain and showing him the, 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 the darkest timeline, him getting him and Dawn to shoot up heroin, I'm like, yo, this shit is dark, dark. Yeah. And then um, him wanting to quit and becoming a DC bike cop. And then Hirsch was like, no, I still want to do the gig. Yeah. Also, and, I'm not fucking a bike cop. Yeah. And she was like, I still want to do the gig. Let's move to D.C. Then uh, Jason's murder happened. She's like, I'm going to go to Gotham. And he was like, I, you don't get this. I love you. I Like, wherever you go, I'm going to go. Mm. No matter we ha- that, this is the first time that we have. But if you have- keep dragging me into yeah. shit like this, it's not going to end well. And this was the time it didn't end well. And to know that it's because the time. Because he's a fucking idiot. No, no. that was he's an idiot. <laughs> Why is he an idiot? Because every everyone's working together to do this, right? He gets the phone call from Jason, and he's like, I'm going to go. Before that, he's like, I'm going to end him if I see him. Right. So you better hope you get to him before I do. And then Jason contacts him, and he's like, well, now I can get to him. Doesn't tell anyone. Like, yo, I'm going to go meet up with Jason. He thinks I'm coming alone. You guys should, like, shadow me, yada, yada. Like, let's come up with a plan. I got this. I can handle it on my own. No, Big no, strong man. No, but that's, and then you get your shit wrecked. No, that's what happens. That's, that's what he did. That's not the. That's ad- how he got fucked. That's this not, is how you got fucked. That's not the you ad- learn nothing from the young boy you think is dumb. <laughs> that's like the OG saying, "Hey, young buck, you shouldn't be selling drugs on the street corner like that." He's I'm gonna go serve this DEA agent on the other corner though. Nick, you doing the same shit. He didn't stupid. Go, he didn't go in with that attitude though, and I think that's the only part that you missed. Yes, he went off in the kitchen. That face was hilarious. That you're making, <laughs> yeah, your, your Gary Coleman face. It's, it's really just like nigga, please stop. No, what did you talk about? But it's not. Go back and watch. Go on. I'm he, not. <laughs> I saw it already, and this is how I came to this point of view. No, you're gonna no. watch it again. James, did you see it? No. Okay. Anyway, so he go. They they have the conversation. <laughs> nigga dismissed. You. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> No respect in his basement. Um, he like that. He he had the conversation with We're the group, you, and he was like, "Yo, uh-huh. I'm We're here for you." He's like, Thank "Yo, you. shut up." He's like, "Yo, I'm tight." Yo, this nigga's wilding out. You see him, or I'm gonna fuck him up. He Jason calls him. It doesn't sound like Red Hood. It sounds like somebody that's like, "Yo, I'm fucked up." And he's always had a soft spot for the kid because he sees himself in the kid, just hard like knuckle-headed, hard-headed, stubborn, fucking young vigilante kid. He sees himself in Jason. And they even drop a line. They were like, yo, when the kid was here, you were kind of picking on him, but you saw yourself in him. You guys had this unspeakable bond, and that's what they were acting on. So he was like, yo, he was talking tough, but then he really has a super soft spot for the kid. And Jason knew that. That's why he played on Hank. He knew him and Hank had this, like, 
kind of, yo, I see you, son, relationship. And he preyed on that because well, that nigga's just that smart. The thing is, right, we don't know if he is, like, playing on that because he is fucked up. He was what? fucked up from, from jump, at, at least at, like, the beginning of the season, right. episode one, when he was, like, taking whatever the fucking it, it, anti-fear I, I, I think it's I, we still don't know what it is but right. I think but it's, you know it's an anti-fear from toxin from episode 4 yeah. you know like well just from Scarecrow being in the shit you knew Scarecrow that, had more to do with yeah. it once you saw the toxin that had something to do mm-hmm. with his fears because he was still fucked up from getting dropped out of building yeah 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 which is it's real yeah that's real that would yeah, fuck yeah, anyone yeah. up I would assume right if it doesn't something going on with you you, you just a little different I think it manipulated his fear in a different way in a very right. aggressive way I think and that strain of the toxin you know did that. you know how scarecrow gets down so once right. you saw he was involved and you saw there was a toxin that made him not have made him fearless it's just like all right there's something else going on here and when he called him fucked up I didn't get the sense that like he was he was playing him. I think there's like a a, a break in between right. where like he had the time period where he could get that shit out to him, and he just felt like Hank was the guy to talk to because he didn't want to talk to Nightwing, and right. like he had a, a certain bond with Hank. But Hank was like he was, I don't know, maybe he was conflicted, but he was talking hot shit about like yo I'm a body him because he's a villain now, right. and then on the other hand it's like well I got a soft spot for him. I understand people are complex, but. So what do you think is you up? Stupid. What do you think is up with Jason? Because like, what you're I, saying is, I think Scarecrow is manipulating him somehow, and he's breaking from it and joining. Yeah, like, so, like whatever drug he's on, I think there's a piece of Jason that's still is. right. That's just like it legit scared, just fucking him up. Yeah. yeah, and like when he said something's wrong with me, right. I don't think he's acting on his own accord. I think right. something's I think, going on where like there's a chemical imbalance happening in his brain because of the shit that he's, he's hooked taking. on this drug but yeah. the thing is whenever he's red hood that red hood he knows what uh vulnerable jason is going through yeah so vulnerable jason could have hank ca- could have called hank of his own accord mm-hmm. willingly and then red hood jason clipped in it was like oh word you calling thing i'm gonna put a bomb in his chest jason jason is two different people yeah. Always has been, always will be. That's how right. his character works. There's part of him that's just a regular person that's just fucked up. Right. And then there's a the part of him that's just like, yo, I'm catching all of the bodies. It's just a conscious. Yeah. He's just, his other thing is a conscious. But it's not like, you know, it's not like a separate personality sort of no, thing. No, it's not. It's, it's just, still him. He Again, people are complex and he has these two sides to his personality. And, you know, they... Not outwardly. Right. In the show, they're showing it outwardly. In the show, it's outwardly. Where, where, I think like, it's you're too really different. Yeah. splitting it. Right. Where it's like his negative aspects are heightened by whatever this right. drug is. And that's what I think is happening. Right. Where, like, the good kid Jason is, like, he's going somewhere else when he's off this shit. Right. You know what I mean? Kind of like Jericho. That's, that's kind of just yeah. what I, I think is going on here. Um, episode four, not too much happens. Uh, Corey... We finally get to the the bottom of the visions. It's her sister, Blackfire, calling out to her. Uh, using some, some sort of like psychic link echolocation, that the, the two yeah. of them have. She's in some lab where they're experimenting on her. A whole lot of dialogue happens. She frees her. Uh, Nightwing's freeing Scarecrow from prison to use him to get to Jason. To lure Jason He in. manages to do that. And they have a cool-ass brawl. That was fire. And, and Barbara was just like, take the shot, because... You know, GCPD's trying to catch him too, and yeah. she's she's on her thing where she's not really trusting niggas as supers, and 
she has her own right stuff way. going on. I love that. Takes I, a shot, clips Nightwing because how else are you writing that, right? GCPD, and he gets away. Red Hood gets away, and so does Scarecrow. Right. So that's pretty much all that happens in that episode. That's pretty much the majority of the brawl. I mean, the the stuff going on. They're finally giving some type of depth to Connor, which is cool. Like he has this. Oh yeah, yeah. that he's he feels like he wasn't good enough. He he's battling with uh, the Lex Luthor half of him, which is. You know, biracial not, kid shit. Not not perfect. Yeah, he's dead ass. Just he's a, the logic of this show. Ex- <laughs> he is. You know, he's really sitting there like, daddy was a crackhead. <laughs> Mama was a white queen. Yeah, like, all right, bro. Relax. Like, <laughs> yeah, we get it. We know you can super. We just don't care daddy right now. Daddy was a villain. Other daddy was an alien. Yeah. Bars. We get it, bro. Right. We still don't care. You and your Kmart shirt. Get the fuck out of here. Go sit down. Your get dog, yourself a leather jacket. Your dog is cooler than and you. And a dangly earring. Yeah, word. Facts. I kind of want a dangly earring. Get one. Okay. Um, you could pierce your ears at thirty. It's fine. I won't judge. You. Drake did it. Yeah, That's we true. looked at him funny, but like it looks That's good. Right. He's rich. He We're gonna sure. look at you funny for a week. Like, all right, why'd you wait so long? But cool. Yeah, Dude. I won't because it was my idea. Yeah, okay. I was like, yeah, I'll tell you to do this. I'm I'll like, probably let him do it. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Now I'm gonna look at you funny because I'm yep. putting it on your forehead. Anyway, that's what she said. You're gonna look like Uzi. Okay. With, with yeah. a hoop. You're gonna you're juicy. <laughs> little Jiv <of> Ms. Vert. <laughs> L- little Jizzy Vert. <laughs> little Jizzy Vert. <laughs> All right. All right. What's in your long box this week, Marcel? Show you a long box. You gotta uh, pee? No, nah, you gotta pee? I gotta pee. Chris right, gotta pee go pee. Ahead. All right. Last pee before we get the fuck out of here. And go. Uh, so I'll, I, I, I guess I'll go first. So I have two things of what's in your long box. Well, what's in my long box this week? The first one, it's a show. If you have HBO, HBO Max. If you're a fan of, uh, we were talking about earlier, Hypeland. If you're a fan of Hypeland and if you're a fan of like unscripted shows, kind of like College Hill. Uh, back in the day, oh, the loved college like mm. So on HBO Max, there is a show called Sweet Life, right? And it's a basically about like all these young influencer entrepreneurs. It's a reality show about like you know their life, unscripted, just young people influencer, not even influence, just young people bullshit that honestly doesn't amount to anything in the the, the overall conversation of life. It's just fun empty drama one of the people on the show is jordan bentley the dude behind hypeland okay and okay. like i follow him and i was like oh i for some reason i didn't connect it to and Issa Rae is behind the show so i was like love it supported off rip um so the first three episodes of that is available now um by the time you're hearing this and it's really good it's 30 minutes uh it gets pretty messy but like you're easily engulfed in the mess and um, then you know they got some fine people on there. So you know if you want that, you want to you know support fine black people on HBO, HBO Max, whatever the fuck, and Easter Ray and Anime Hypeland, um, and just like you know recommendations, go watch that shit. The other fucking thing that I fucking you know ingested this week, Mighty Morphin, uh, or Power Rangers, I don't remember which one. I think it's Power Rangers number ten, right? So James, you know how in the beginning, uh, when uh. When was it Trini, Jason, and Zach left? They mm-hmm. became Omega Rangers. That's where, from the show to adulthood, they branched off and they made their own thing. Yeah. Remember how there was a fourth Omega Ranger, the blue chick, who mm-hmm. then became like the main antagonist of the second arc after the Morphin Grid? Cool. I don't know how far you went in this, but last week I came and told you how they, they wrote a um, origin story to Lord Zed. 
and shit like yeah. that, man. It was like a, this crazy buildup, fucking fire. This week, um, they be going off. They they went down to three Omega Rangers, right? Uh, the fourth Kaya, what she was doing, she was going into you know that little vase or vase if you mm-hmm. want to be fancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don't that, nobody ever say vase. Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah it's you uncultured swine. Blase, uh, <laughs> so you know how they kept reading one of those joints? There's yeah. like a whole room of, of those, of just like the baddest of the bad that you don't want to go. Kaya mm-hmm. goes, she was like, yo, I'm sick of these morphing grid niggas. I'm sick of people like Tommy Oliver um, who have this certain thing that turn into Lord Draken and commit these grand gestures of like grand genocides, I should say. Um, so she kind of became like this anti-hero using the power of the Blue Omega Ranger, yeah. right? So one of the creatures that she uh, freed was this giant tiger alien cat thing named... I don't know if the name is Yale, or anytime I read it, I go, Yale! Uh, <laughs> shout out to Wachlef, right? And his, and his Ducati. Body yaddy yaddy, Ducati yaddy. Ducati yaddy 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 yaddy. So there's this this tiger alien cat Yele, and Yele has this interesting relationship. When the Rangers kidnap Lord Draken uh-huh. from Zordon and go into space to help him, to help them find the Imperials to destroy them before they get to Earth, right? So that's a whole building story. Yele, uh, the cat alien thing has this interesting relationship with Draken mm-hmm. and an interesting relationship with Zack. Where Zach is like totally anti this giant alien cat thing, not mm. fucking with it. But then, you know, you got my back, I got your back. And like, they have like this love hate relationship going on where like you really admire it, right? So, in this issue of Power Rangers, Yale is going, you're, you're seeing the origins of how they got trapped inside the yeah. thing, freed, whatever. So, I think it's the, I don't know if it's the, Blue or the yellow morphing god or whatever the fuck the emissary I think it is yeah uh emiss the blue or yellow emissary um full on fucking spoilers the issue ends like the the emissary is leading Yale to like this box and it's like yo we really overlooked your courage your your loyalty and all of these things and they open up the box. And it's the morpher for the blue Omega Ranger thing. And I'm like, they're about to make a fucking alien jungle tiger cat a ranger? That's going to look fucking hard. And my my brain was just like, it just melted at the fact that like the, the lengths they're willing to go. It doesn't sound like much. But when you're a kid and it's mainly just fucking a bunch of teenagers, I'm like, yo, Power Rangers is really about to make this cat thing a fucking... Power Ranger, that's kind of dope. I want that. I want to see it. It's, I want the action figure. Yeah, whatever you're putting it on, <laughs> it's fucking cool. dope. I need the action like, figure I gotta, ASAP. I, yeah, I, I don't gotta, care if it's ninety dollars. I gotta find the screenshot. Hold on, give me like two seconds. I'm gonna see if I I'll can give find you three. it just to fucking show James. But it was just, it was fun. It was different. It was interesting. I don't, I don't know. Um, come on. The suspense is killing me. Oh, got it. Look at this shit. I don't know if this is real or not. Ooh, that's that's fu- if that's real, that's fire. That I don't know, but it's nah. drawn in the style of the artist of the book. 
And then the tail and then yeah. the, yo, the, I like the gold trimmings on. It just looks dope. Like, oh, that does look cool. That right? looks hard. That that would be an ill action figure for so sure. So a non, the 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 character the the cat thing doesn't speak English. So I'm like, oh, that turns it up even more. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey man, we're just gonna combine fucking He Man and Power Rangers together, and I'm like. All right, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, do we that got shit. A, we got a battle cat. We have no control over. Yeah, he's just yeah, he's way better at this than we are. <laughs> and then we gave it fucking lasers, and you're like, all, all right, right, all right, cool. I'll take it. No thumbs, That's Ranger. Cool. Does it still fuck shit up? But, of course. Yeah. All right. How does it operate a Megazord? We'll get there. All right. Okay. Cool. All right. Yeah. Fuck it. Why not? You guys won't lead me wrong. The fucking entire fate of the universe, or at least one fourth of it, is trusted into the hands of a giant alien battle fucking tiger cat. All right, check. Cool. Yeah, what the fuck right. am I gonna do? Let All me right. know when it's done. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> All right. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, that's that. That's what I uh, that took looks in this hard. weekend. I can't. Uh, what about you? This week, I'm going to hype up professional wrestling as a whole. Mm. The entire fucking thing. The, Always. The industry right now is in uh, a place that's. I, I, the best way to explain it is just volatile. You never know what's going to happen next, and that just makes just it like a, crypto. an incredible thing to be a fan of. More specifically, though, this week, uh, CM Punk made his return to professional wrestling at AEW, and I highly recommend you guys just go watch that moment. Just It's like maybe like 10, 15 minutes long, the whole thing. The show starts up. He comes out. His music hits. The crowd loses their shit. I lost my shit looking out at the crowd like he walks out and people are just like they're they're ecstatic people are crying because it's like it's awesome to see this guy come back right for the first time after 7 years and uh-huh. if you know like the whole story of why he left professional wrestling is cuz this was the thing he loved the most in the world and it was what he was super passionate about and he reached the highest point in his career and he had that passion stomped out of him mm. to the point where like, he just didn't want to do it anymore and even though he wanted to do it he couldn't come back and do it in the WWE so until AEW existed there wasn't anywhere where he could go and be you know as big as as he is he shouldn't be taking like indie wrestler paychecks from some small company right but he also wouldn't want to go work for Vince McMahon again so it was cool to see him also have that moment where, like, he could step back into the thing that he loves the most and do that again and, like, get that passion That's back. That's dope. Yeah. And just watching that, like, it made me realize, like, you know, a, a lot of the times when people are, are like, nerds are, are super passionate about whatever it is that we like, whether it's, like, comics, wrestling, sports, whatever, I was really sitting there and I was like, wow, I'm... I'm really lucky that I'm as passionate about something as I am to be able to have this moment. Right. Because we as as fans of these things, we all get to take a step back away from our day-to-day lives or whatever yeah. like, might be going on with us. And we, we get to lose ourselves in that moment. And right. a lot of us, like, growing up or whatever, we were made fun of or ostracized or mocked for, for liking whatever it is that we liked. And, yep. like, I, I really just hope that each and every person listening to this and everyone that loves comics and and whatever it is that you're you're nerdy about you realize exactly how lucky you are to have that thing to have that passion for whatever the fuck it is cuz a lot of people don't have that 
So they don't get to have those moments where it's you in a movie theater with a bunch of other people mm-hmm. that have spent 10 years of their life watching a film franchise go from point A to point B. They don't know what that's like to be surrounded by a group of strangers and share your love for that thing together. And like that's that's an incredible fucking thing. And you need to hold on to that and cherish that as much as you possibly can because people don't get that every day. And that's incredible. Yeah, and that's why I love this shit. This nigga spit. Martin yeah, Luther Fool over here. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. So yeah, stay passionate. I, yeah, enjoy, I enjoyed I, that a lot. I was gonna say, like, I don't know when we got to the point where um the floodgates started opening up for uh people to embrace the things that they're into. Like, never in life would you think that you would see someone like West Side Gun. Be as passionate he about had two chains at SummerSlam last year, yeah. and I was just like, "This ain't some shit two chains would be at." How? Look at what he's bringing people to. That's look, awesome. Look what he made cool, quote unquote, or maybe two chains. Two already. chains is too tall, by the way. Yeah, he's he's like, really he's like big. He's like six. He's standing front row, I and I'm he's just like, like six, yo, six. being behind him he's has like to six, be annoying. Six, I think. I am too done with this podcast. How about that? <laughs> so anyway, as but I, yeah, West Side Gun. Die-hard wrestling fan. Boom, That's boom, crazy. Boom, boom, boom. Right? He no. would shoot your fucking face off. And then go watch Roman Reigns. Just shows yeah. shit. It's cool. Listen. Uh, like what you like. Like it intensely. You only get to do this one uh, time. Uh, unless it's some weird shit, then like you're relaxed. I, I mean, cool. obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, as long as what you like isn't hurting anyone else, yeah. fuck it. Yeah. Hey, let unless go. they want it. Let go of that rabbit's neck, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> What a the rabbit? fuck is what the fuck is wrong? Why would with you, you want to hurt a rabbit? Yo, you sick son of a bitch. Oh, All right, we're, yeah, we're silly done. rabbit. <laughs> we'll holler at y'all news <laughs> next week. Where can they find you, Chris? As always, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter at Duck Herring, uh, cjw.squarespacedesigns.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something right. like that. I've been drinking a lot. Um, that's where you can find all my uh, graphic design work. Hoodie season soon approaching, and soon I will come alive. Yeah, you will. Yeah. Wow. Ahead, that sounded up. like a bar. Yeah, like, it, it sounded like there was it gonna did. be like a crazy beat drop after that. Yeah. Like guitars were coming in. That's what you're here for. And I'm not doing that oh, shit. shit. All uh, right. <laughs> for anyone that wants me to do that shit for their work, though, you can hit me at drumfu. That's D R U M underscore F U on all social media platforms. You can email me drumfubiz b i z at gmail dot com. Yeah, mm-hmm. they can find me at. J-U-S-T underscore Jivmus. That's J-V-M-E-S. And don't email me for a damn thing. Uh, that's and, uh, it. Thank hit you guys us and for let us know. Hi, Lewis. How you like things? <laughs> Peace. <laughs>